Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Here on this Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Uragon, The Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call in the 505. Remember, you got to punch in that prefix just to get through anymore. And uh, don't forget, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV Podcasting, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, apping at the rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Hour one, well, no fun. Because we're dealing with uh, something that I think many people probably anticipated that always doubted me. And then, you know, always as a preview of things to come, if they adopt it in European countries, they're certainly going to bring it right here on our front doorstep here to the state of New Mexico, Didad Muska, here in this uh, hour one. We're going to start off with some uh, disappointing news because, hey, we said, right, socialism, the national, right? Where did it all happen? Hitler, you know, we are literally repeating history 80 years later. And uh, they're going to be putting uh, Germany on old lockdown. The branding that you thought could never happen in Germany again is happening once again, uh, Dowd Muska. Yeah, uh, the fatherland, I guess uh, father is uh, dropping the hammer. I'm just going to read a couple of these highlights from what what the new round of restrictions in Germany. Uh, They're facing their fourth wave uh i don't know if, if there's just gonna be wave after wave after wave don't we, shouldn't yep. we just call that the ocean uh instead of focusing on, the, on each wave uh just a couple of wonderful little highlights unvaccinated people will be limited to meetings with their own household and two other people not three you know two or fewer um the new rules uh, about control will be enforced in restaurants and cultural venues as well as clubs outdoor events including bundesliga football yeah, the Bundesliga, uh, we'll the, be, uh, premier, the premier German league. Okay, uh, they will have limited crowds. That's that's great. And uh, fireworks are now on New Year's Eve in the fatherland are now banned because, as we all know, firework, fireworks uh, intensify the uh, Rona attack and spur new variants of the Rona, I assume. They, so the fireworks, just the fact that the fireworks go boom renders the vaccine uh, unusable, I guess. Fireworks are banned for New Year's Eve. You thought we were lying. You thought that uh, we were out of our mind. Uh, once again, you doubt us, and uh, there you go. You see it happen uh, once again, folks. And uh, here it is, just uh, true to form. This is what is coming, and it'll be coming here for the state of New Mexico. No doubt about it. They've decided to accelerate uh, the level of compliance. Uh, remember, we had the, what, 5 to 11. Uh, the 5 to 11 uh, years of age were almost mandated. We had the APS, uh, I think, uh, edict that was ramped up and said, we will have test to stay programs. And here we are in Germany with, I think, what do we have four uh, OMI, whatever, uh, whatever that the new strain is. I mean, and there's going to be strain after strain after strain. Remember, the final strain is communism, fascism. It's all right there. Uh, this is something that is going to continue. We're waiting for the health officials to go ahead and ramp up the efforts, uh, despite the fact that there's no reason to worry about the Omicron vi- variants. Uh, they're going to be wrapping up efforts. As, uh, according to Christine Ross, doctor, by the way, state epidemiologist for the Department of Health, says this is a new variant of concern. Oh, is it? Is it just being all generated by the news media? No doubt about it. Okay? There's No one's worried about it. No one's freaking out about the new variant that's coming in. No one is, is concerned whatsoever. In fact, they said it was milder. 
Uh, South Africa is actually wondering at this point how the hell they got taken advantage of so quickly (laughs) and how we got here. And it's like, uh, what, what are you guys doing over there? She added that health concerns are everything they can do to learn more about the Omicron variant. Well, you can't learn about it if it's not here. And even if it weren't here, you haven't told us about the Delta or the COVID-19 or any of the other variants uh, with regard to the coronavirus uh, pandemic uh, that has now infected us on nearly 20, I believe will be 21 months uh, come next week. Hospitalizations are also listed at 643, the highest number ever recorded for 2021. Uh, They have uh, put us uh, essentially... Uh, as much as they can on masking and mas- ma- uh, mandatory vaccine. Uh, don't forget, use Sandia National Labs, Los Alamos National Labs. You need to understand at this point, this particular point in time, if you have not got, received all the boosters, by 3 p.m. tomorrow, you will be unvaccinated. And uh, for those of you who are getting let go of your jo- from your jobs, I believe that would be, was it next Wednesday, next Thursday, December 8th, is the uh, final date. Uh, you've got a big legal uh, wrangle on your hands because I don't know how they get rid of you uh, when everybody else probably wouldn't have uh, com- complied. Channel 4 had an expose last night on the uh, new booster shots that are coming out, and they are scheduling out to the middle of January at this point. It's impossible to get the new booster shots. It's impossible for you to get uh, to a point where you are, quote-unquote, fully vaccinated. So you are going to be held to this and held responsible for the crimes of the state of what they cannot achieve, what they can't dispense, what they cannot get you vaccinated with. Both Dr. Disgrace and Dr. Ross said getting a vaccine is the best way to avoid any type of COVID-19 variant. If that were true, every single person would be getting the vaccination and the boosters and masking up at this point. And that is not happening. And here's what's happening uh, in droves. Frontline of the KOAT uh, website says nurses are leaving in droves. Losing nurses fast is the way that they paraphrase it. Remember, we were already 6,400 nurses short. This is in addition, this is in addition to the one in five nurses that plan on leaving the state of New Mexico in the next six months. Just, just try to understand. Who's going to help us with all the new variants? That, uh, for, <laughs> for what we're dealing with. And it, you don't realize that they are inducing and creating this problem here in our state. They state 30 of our state's facilities have had nurses leave for travel nurse positions. Why? Well, they're better appreciated, better paid. And they're not restricted because remember the new Supreme Court decision, or I don't know if it's Supreme Court, I think it's appeals court uh, uh, decision has come down stating that frontline workers are not mandated to receive their vaccination. The uh, president of the New Mexico uh, Healthcare Association, Troy Clark, says, I don't believe it's one of the top two or three reasons. Once the Biden administration announced a national vaccine mandate, there was no longer the ability to really just go across state lines to work. Lies. Nurses are constantly being verbally abused and physically abused in their work environment here in the state of New Mexico. It really takes a toll on you. Now, can I stop you right there? Sure. Gallup, right before, uh, uh, you know, I always follow the Gallup polling on what, the, what are the most trusted institutions. Uh, Gallup, right before the Rona nonsense hit. For the 18th year in a row, Americans rate the honesty and ethics of nurses highest among a list of professionals that Gallup asks U.S. adults to assess annually. Currently, 85% of Americans say nurses' honesty and ethical standards are high or very high, higher than any other profession. So this line that I'm sure some jackass has yelled at a nurse somewhere. I'm sure it happened today in New Mexico. But the idea that, you know, nurses aren't respected, they're the most respected profession in America. So that line doesn't ring true for me, Eddie. That, that's kind of what's, what's that about? The theater of the absurd continues here in the state of New Mexico, uh, because remember, we are one of the most vaccinated 
Uh, we adhere to all these things. We talked a little bit about this yesterday, but COVID-19 is currently surging in the most vaccinated states. The seven most vaccinated states in the country, Vermont, Rhode Island, Maine, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York, and New Jersey have been hit hard, according to the New York Times. In the five of the seven states, both cases of hospitalizations are up by double digits. Uh, remember, we are at our very highest as of today, the very highest as of today. The only two outliers are Vermont and Maine. And in those states, while cases are down over the last 14, ending on November 29th, hospitalizations are up 24% and 19% uh, respectively in both Vermont and Maine. In each of the other states, the virus is showing no signs of dissipating. Remember, these are the most vaccinated, most masked, most restricted states. Rhode Island and Connecticut, where 72% of the eligible population is fully vaccinated. Cases are up in your home state, D-Dowd Muska, by 44%, and hospitalizations are up 30 and 10%, respectively. Massachusetts, uh, 71% of the eligible population is vaccinated there. Cases are up 32%. New Jersey, look at this. New York, 68% in New York of the eligible population is vaccinated. Cases are up 13. 39% up in New Jersey's where uh, vaccinations or excuse me, hospitalizations are up 18% and 28% in New York and New Jersey as well. So we are facing the level of absurdity led by the blue states. And you might remember when I was tracking all this at orangenm.com, and we tracked this for the first 60 days, we saw the disparity like from a long, long, long time ago. In fact, Dad, I'd invite you uh, over there right now, orangenm.com. Uh, Com. Okay, it's an Excel spreadsheet that's there that I posted. I tracked the first 60 days. That's enough data to actually go. We went all the way until May the 12th. Yep. Okay. And they were the hate eight states. Okay. <laughs> is the way that I characterized them. And what was really interesting as you started to look at the death cult Democrats, of which they are, you're looking at in the Republican red led states. Okay. 27.37%. Of all the infections were in red states. In blue states, they were 72.62%. This is called, I don't want to say it's not predictive programming, but what it is is programming you for that fear. More negative, more blue state, more liberal, progressive, fear-mongering, news porn that's coming out. You guys are rushing to go and get tested. You're rushing to go get tested. And what we know about the PCR test, we go back if they went, hit the threshold of 35 plus. And by the way, some of, uh, some of the information is sitting that, that, that those PCR tests have actually never been corrected. And we found out in the total deaths, one in five was from a red state, four in five was from a Democrat blue state. Things have not changed over the next 18 months following that, a year and a half. And yet they are so incredibly dedicated and loyal to their narrative, that they refuse to listen to reason and accountability, but it's not that, it's actually just data. It's just straight up math folks at this point. And we know that our decision makers, our leaders uh, here in this state who are enforcing and pushing and mandating and driving these edicts home are wrong in every regard. There's nothing they can do at this particular point to stop it. Remember, I just told you, COVID-19 is currently surging in the most vaccinated states. Whether it's masking or vaccination or whatever it chooses, there's nothing that we can artificially do to bring in that artificial hand to change what's happening to us for the better. You have to let it take its course. According to the New York Times itself, very liberal newspaper, each of the seven states with the lowest vaccination rates, take a listen, 
West Virginia, Idaho, Wyoming, Alabama, Mississippi, North Dakota, and Louisiana are reporting significant declines in the number of COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations over the last 14 days. Why don't we just go ahead and touch upon which of those states that we just went to are red states? Idaho, red. Wyoming, red. West Virginia, well, they do have a, uh, a governor, Jim Justice. He went from a Democrat to become a Republican, saved uh, his own uh, way. I be- believe Alabama, for the most part, has yep. become mostly red. Oh, yeah. Mississippi has uh, broken away. Yeah. Uh, North Dakota, red. And Louisiana, we know it's blue. Uh, but what we do know is that they are absolutely uh, changing their tune out in Louisiana. Well, and also uh, the, the weather. You know, there, There's a big debate, and it's been going on for a year and a half, about the seasonality of this. Um, and so some of the people are, 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 are saying, you know, left-wingers who are saying, oh, these red states are doing so well. You know, these are warm states in the south. Uh, this time of year, North Dakota, Idaho, and Wyoming, uh, well, they're not, south, they're not southern states anytime, and they're, and they're kind of chilly this time of year. So that narrative kind of cr- crumbles there, too. So keep, keep, uh, keep peddling that line, MSNBC. I guess enough people keep falling for it. Um, right. Nobody in the Kiva does, though. Yeah, that's right. And our audience uh, doesn't either. They Make sure that they stand up. It, 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 COVID is real. There's no doubt about yes. it, folks. We, yes. We're not, we're not disacknowledging uh, what COVID is. Well, it's it's are, a respiratory illness. There's a bunch of respiratory illnesses. They're with us forever. We've never developed a vaccine for any respiratory illness that's effective to this point. And I'd like to dedicate this particular uh, show today uh, to the memory of Ernie Salazar, who is probably one of my most dedicated uh, probably followers, listeners, didn't miss the show. He lost his life two days ago. Okay. And let me tell you about the progression that he went through. Uh, I spoke to his wife, uh, Isabel, of 46 years. And if you know Isabel and Ernie, uh, these were people who showed up at every event, every protest, every uh, anything that had to do. And they don't even live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And they were trying to help me get elected here. In a the bunch city of people of like that. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> Ernie lost his, uh, his life. His wife, uh, um, had a, she, she fell, she hit her head. And she had a severe bloody nose and was admitted into the hospital along with Ernie. And uh, they were diagnosed with uh, COVID-19. Now, that was on November 15th. They're both in the hospital as a couple at the very same time. They intubated Ernie two days after intubation, just like we've told you all along. Once they've got you on the intubation and the remdesivir, it's over. They separated Ernie from his wife, Isabel, and the rest of the family. He went to the ninth floor of the facility where he was being kept. He died alone by himself after having an entire family that was just there at the very bottom of the hospital sitting there waiting for him. Isabel returned to her home a day before Thanksgiving without her husband. They went in to the hospital together. They came out of the hospital separate. And uh, one of the things that uh, did Ernie in with regard to COVID-19 is he had asthma. Now, this is a man, uh, I will tell you, that absolutely stuck to his guns. Uh, I don't know that he received the necessary cocktail of ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine because none of these, uh, none of this information has yet to be disclosed uh, to uh, his closest family member, who, of course, is his wife, Isabel. Let me just tell you, folks, uh, like I told you over and over again. Once you hit that vent, it is over. You are not coming out of that. So you need to resist the vent by all means possible. This is not healthcare mandating a vaccine that is ineffective. Okay. COVID-19 is currently surging in the most vaccinated states. I'm literally telling you that the vaccine is not working. So because it's not working, 
Why would you go and get the additional vaccines that's coming? This is not the best way to reduce it. And can you imagine there might be people who would say, well, you know what? Ernie passed away because he did not get vaccinated. Nothing could be more insensitive. Nothing could be worse. This is a man who was completely fine for the first 20, 21 months of the entirety of the COVID-19, took care of his health, but unfortunately he succumbed to uh, COVID-19 in the hospital. And I think it had more to do with the treatment that was given to him as opposed to how he was probably conducting and protecting himself during that entire time. So uh, rest in peace, my good friend, Ernie. Uh, I shed more than a tear for you, sir. You guys were both in my office and you guys both came to support me and uh, we will continue to carry the torch for Ernie and everybody else who has continued to fight uh, against uh, COVID-19 and this uh, tyrannical edicts that are coming from the governor. 550-5500, it's 550-5500. Let's check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, yeah, I'm really sorry to hear about your friends, uh, Eddie. All right, what do we got going weather-wise? It's just going to stay nice. They tell us probably through the weekend we should be in the 60s, so I like that idea when we're 61 right now. Give me more of this. All right, we don't want more of this that we've got cooking on I-25 northbound. It is heavying up really tight. As you make your way from Gibson on up to Central, now you're under 35 miles an hour, pretty much that entire stretch, leaving the airport. Also, looks like we've got two brand-new accidents. This one literally just happened a couple of minutes ago. It is on Coors as you approach Paseo del Norte, and it's in the left lane, so that's going to hurt you. And if you go in the opposite direction, I take that back. This one is also northbound on Coors, coming away from Paseo del Norte, right there at Eagle Ranch Road. Another accident, and you're going to have to just buckle in for a very slow trip. It's stop and go until you get beyond it. All right, well, come this way. Come to Rio Rancho, where we're at at Salon Deluxe. That's in Country Club Plaza. Gift cards and a great sale on their Monate products. You got to come, Salon Deluxe, on, uh, in Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, 424. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in into the Kiva. Back in four minutes. The police can't stand losing you, and uh, we'll take your phone calls. Uh, or, excuse me, your text. We'll take your phone calls in hour number two. Thanks for listening. Theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals, too. Tacos.theplaceilike.com. A great bakery? Cake.theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. 
When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Did someone say pancakes? Go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat, apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes, and more. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now at sunny.theplaceilike.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. All right, it is time we put things together, and we're going to start with the weather, which is looking really stellar. Uh, Looks like clear skies for the next several, 61 degrees outside right now. It is tough on Coors Boulevard. If you're making your way northbound, heading towards Rio Rancho, it's going to be kind of tough right there at Paseo del Norte, right before you would get on Paseo, an accident, and then up ahead at Irving, a second accident. All in all, this is conspiring to make it a pretty tough drive heading around Paseo and Coors. Now, if you're on Paseo heading to Rio Rancho, that too is going to be a tough stretch because it's already putting pressure there. You're bumper to bumper back to 2nd Street. 
on uh, I-25 now on the southbound path. That is getting pretty tight as you make your way from, looks like about Montana, you're going to start to lose speeds. That's just driving into the sunset. We expect that every day at this time. All right. We are at Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza on Southern, just west of the 528. And here's the reason to come here today. Great sale, up to 50% off on some of the Monet products, and they've got gift cards. What a great way to celebrate the holidays with someone that you don't know what to get them. Salon Deluxe is a place to be today. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the rock of talk. Oh, I could hide the wings of the bluebird as she sings. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. What's it ring? And I ran, wiped the sleep out of my eyes. My shaven razor's cold. Cheer up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean to a daydreamy vampire? Oh, something green. 4.30, the monkeys. I don't know. That just puts you in a good mood. No matter who you are, there you go. I don't know. What is it? We have one left, right? One monkey left, I think? I believe so, yes. Peter Tork? Let me check. Yeah, even the monkeys. Uh, I think I've had you check that like three or four times <laughs> already at least. Uh, number one back in 67 with Daydream Believer. And, uh, boy, it is a daydream out there. Look at that sunset. Uh, look at the seasons, the culture, all the great things that you do actually have here in Albuquerque. And like other places, uh, if you think you can run from this and not come back, i, I got to tell you, um, well, we are going to improve this city at some point. <laughs> I know it. I can feel it. Got my other map today. I shared it on Very uh, cool. Instagram. You liked it, Very right? Cool. That raised. Uh, it's kind of like a braille almost. I mean, I don't mean. Like, oh God, we can't say anything. It might offend. Oh, the blind. Uh, but, well, but, yeah, no Helen Keller jokes. <clears throat> Mike Nesmith is the monkey who's still with us. <laughs> the Dow three thousand. Uh, let's see. Let me give you the Dow three thousand. Uh, Eddie, there was a story of a man in Illinois who was on a vent. His daughter pushed for ivermectin. Yes. Had to take the hospital to court to him to take it. Yep. Yes, we have uh, that. Yep. The hospital lost, administered ivermectin, he recovered. Now the hospital is countersuing them for making, for deciding to take it. So much for the Hippocratic Oath of doing no harm. This is the money grab plan, and it's simple, right? Uh, vents make the hospital money, not cures. There will be a special place in hell for all these lockdown political monsters and murdering medical experts. Now remember, these people who are pushing uh, all of this uh, crap on you don't believe in a heaven or a hell. They don't believe in God. Uh, they don't believe in good thinking. Uh, they just believe in themselves. Remember that. So uh, the well, devil- Eddie, I just quickly got sure. I got the details on that. This was a, a man visiting family in uh, Naperville, Illinois, oh, yeah, Chicago uh, Tribune. This, he came from Hong Kong, uh, East Asia. His daughter uh, happens to have a PhD in mechanical engineering, so we know she's stupid. Uh, said that she researched treatments when her dad became sick. "Quote: I made the conclusion that ivermectin can help my dad." Close quote. Now, okay, she's not a doctor. She's a family member. I don't. I don't think her opinion is irrelevant. Uh, Dr. Alan Bain offered to treat her father, uh, presumably a board-certified physician in the state of Illinois. Dr. Alan Bain, B-A-I-N, offered to treat her father with ivermectin. The hospital did not listen to the daughter's request, and she filed the lawsuit. DuPage County Judge Paul Fullerton ruled in favor uh, of the daughter, said that the risks of ivermectin in this case are minimal since the patient is basically on his deathbed. That's his words. The hospital then attempted to stop Dr. Bain from treating the patient 
uh, once it was discovered that he had not been vaccinated. Uh, all health workers in Illinois must be vaccinated per executive order. Uh, according to Fox 32, ivermectin was administered to the patient, 71 years old, and the, his attorney said he immediately, the patient, began to improve immediately and made a full recovery. Now, okay, there's 330 million people in America. This is one story, but I think this mm. is a story of not respecting a physician's freedom. Uh, he wasn't compelled by this daughter to administer this medicine in his professional judgment. I think uh, there's a Dr. S somewhere in New Mexico uh, who is also uh, thinks that in the right circumstances, ivermectin is appropriate for, for patients. Uh, that's what this story tells us. It's the gutting of the deference to a trained professional that we all respected. Uh, didn't didn't a second opinion used to be a thing until until Fauci became the avatar of science. Remember, he said the other day that all the Republicans are lying and they're they're attacking him because he is science. And he we can't question science. science. Yeah. Right. We can never question science. So he's the living manifestation, kind of almost Christ like, you know, coming descending to earth, God, God mixing with his creation. I mean, Fauci revealed himself to us, you know, as the living embodiment of science. I mean, this is how sick you want to talk about a golden calf. Um, people in this country worship Anthony Fauci and doctors aren't allowed to treat their own patients because of this uh, crazed narrative. That's let me, where let we me, are. Let me say this to you. Uh, doubt is, uh, I think, almost apologetic in the way that he's phrasing this. And uh, the sarcasm, uh, I, I believe, uh, is good, but not as effective of uh, as me telling you, they are trying to kill you. They are trying to kill you. If they know that something works and they don't want to give it to you and they have made it a healthcare policy, that means that they are trying to kill you. Let me repeat it one more time. The hospitals in the state of New Mexico are trying to kill you. When you have people who are going on vents and remdesivir and they're not giving the other options, they are trying to kill you. And they don't have to try very hard. I dare you to argue with me on these points because it's not anecdotal. We know that the people who go in on vents do not come out. Numbers are very bad. 550-50, we don't have actual numbers. We have to rely on the state for numbers. How can we trust the state at this particular point? Paul, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah they're trying to kill you. I've, I've listened to hours, hours and hours and hours on national radio, various programs of uh, the recommended pro protocol from a non-mainstream medical you know, a, a licensed, trained, degreed, licensed, but not mainstream medical uh, doctors and others, uh, such as your Dr. Summers. Oh, and by the way, you had uh, reference you made reference months and months and months ago to Dr. Aaron Kaufman here in Albuquerque, who was uh, dispensing uh, what ivermectin and other things. He he used to be for years. He was my doctor. He's a he's a good guy. Um, and but uh, so I've listened to these things for so many hours that I could virtually virtually recite the. Uh, prophylactic and then the treatment protocols for COVID. I'm not going to recite them, but uh, they, they, there's a recurring pattern. There's a, there's a, I've, I've heard of like a dozen different doctors uh, uh, re giving out their recommendations and they're all basically the exact same thing. And, uh, um, and they're saying the same things that the, the mainstream hospitals, yes, that if you go to the wrong mainstream hospital there in that condition, 
you're, you're not going to come out alive, but you are going to die there and they're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of you. Um, cause they get, they get that, uh, that payment of whatever it is, 30,000, 53,000, whatever it is just for you dying in addition to all of the other daily thousand dollar a day or whatever it is, ICU expenses. Let me, let me um, jump in here. Let me, let me jump here and here, David, and then we'll, We'll take your call a little bit later because we've got a bunch of calls. Oh, that are coming. Wait, wait. Okay, well then, well, then, 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 then make then it. make your point. Make your point quickly, please. Well, my, Thank my you. Point, my point is my point has been being made, Eddie Aragon, and DrArtistShow.com, which I was about to give you, is one thing that could have saved your friend's life. I presume you'd like to see your friend alive. And what this DrArtistShow.com said is, if you go to his website, he has prepared. You don't have to use his forms. You can use some, some other lawyers or doctors' forms. But he has prepared for you. Okay, slow down. You what's, actually, what's the website again? Make it slower, please. Thank you. For the third time, it's DrArtistShow.com. Hey, hey, I'm your I'm your friend. You're you have the floor. Well, then act like one, you Eddie. Know, you, these people are way too stressed out. I mean, just like I'm literally giving you the floor, the chance to go ahead and and call in. You know, calm down. It's like the guy James yesterday. Like you guys are so high strung right now. I'm I'm literally trying to help you. This is this is the place where you can come in for help. Okay. But don't attack me. Do not attack me. I, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and be barked at. David, you're welcome to call in. Calm down when you call when you call back. All right, caller, you're in the queue. Go ahead. Hey, uh, how's it going, Eddie? Uh, Long time listener. I just wanted to tell you the the experience that me and my wife had. It was uh, actually I've been three days out on a 20 day quarantine from our pueblo. It's ridiculous how they're handling all this. Um, just because we didn't want to get our kids tested. They, from that 10 days that we had to be quarantined because me and my wife came up positive, um, they added another 20 days just because we didn't want to get our kids tested yep. to spare them, to spare them the pain, already knowing that they had COVID and knowing that um, what I looked up that kids hardly get any symptoms of it. You know, I spare my kids the, the pain of that. But not only we went to the IHS hospital um, for uh, Indian for health services, for, uh, by the way, folks out there, Indian health services. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, my wife, she, she had pneumonia, but they never told her. They just focused on she has COVID. But they uh, she texted me this form that they wanted her to sign for Regeneron. And I was surprised, like, wow. So she got that. Um, I waited for my positive test because you need a positive uh, to get to even start that medicine. Um, as soon as I got back to the Indian Health Services, they were like, you should have been vaccine. Uh, one nurse said I was in Texas and all people were uh, unvaccinated that, that were in the hospital just like you. And these nurses were like awful. They were awful to me. They kept saying, um, well, since you don't want to take the vaccines, why should we give you this Regeneron? Because you don't believe in experimental things. And it was just, you know, I... I I didn't fight with them. I just he said, I'm here for it to be seen and to be taken care of. And I don't want to no opinions. I said, you can be vaccinated, whatever you want to do. Just give me the medicine that you gave my wife. It took about three hours to for them to give me that medicine. And it did work. I mean, you know, it, the next day, um, my wife was, you know, she was back at it again. Uh, it took me about three days because we had it pretty, pretty, pretty good. But, you know, we came out of it. But. You know, the worst thing, a part of the worst thing was that my kids weren't allowed to go to school for a whole month just because we didn't want to get them tested, that the reservation has policies are just made up things that um, you had to be quarantined for 20 days. 
It's time to homeschool. It's, it's, it's time to homeschool. Time to uh, do yeah. you live on the reservation. Yeah, we live on the reservation, and our kids go to uh, 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 the school we go to church at. And they were understanding. They helped us get their homework, and and you know, just being locked up, man. It was it was the worst. That was the worst thing, you know. Uh, having COVID was 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 bad, but just being locked up because we we know the truth. Um, but you know, it, it was just horrible. Yeah. Um, a couple yeah. of quick pieces of advice here. Uh, homeschool. Uh, I don't know what you get from the uh, uh, reservation in terms of you know a subsistence or you know uh, for lack of a better word, welfare or anything like that uh, or payments yeah. into, but. Uh, whatever you can do to distance yourself from that so you can preserve your family, your freedom, and your, your choice. Uh, that is not America. Where you live is not America. That's not the United exactly. States of America. And and the sooner you understand that, the better. Um, and, you know, there's many private doctors who are out there working, and it's time for them. And, they, and, and we're at a point right now where we know how to administer and take care of these issues and, and help exactly. people. So as long as we can get access to it. I mean, it, there's probably at some point going to be some big break-in so we can locate where the ivermectin is and the hydro- hydroxychloroquine where people are just going to go take yeah, it. We'll make a big store. Go, yeah. yeah. And then just start selling it on the street. I, I really think that that's, that's going to be one of the, the, the crimes that are going to be committed. And that, that's going to be the Robin Hood that right there. Exactly. I know my, my aunt um, is married to my uncle. Um, she's a, she has a doctor that she gets her hydrochloroquine from and ivermectin. But we just like, they, they'll put police, like they, I call them the COVID police because they'll sit outside in your front yard and make sure that you don't leave your house. It's, it's just crazy. Ridiculous. Wow. All right. I appreciate you calling in. Thanks for giving us an update. And uh, which, but do you want to say which Pueblo reservation that you're on? Yeah, it's Laguna. Laguna. Oh, wow. Just on the other side of uh, route 66 out there where you guys can hear us uh, loud and clear. Yeah. It, it, it's all about the money and we know it is because, you know, they have these people, that aren't even doctors telling you you can't go home, you can't you can't do this and you can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. But thank you, Eddie. Yeah, I, I appreciate you I think, taking uh, my call. I think the civil war is coming, folks. Uh, you can see it. You can see it right now. I'm not even kidding. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. I just wanted to follow up on the ivermectin stuff. Um, I've been getting ivermectin now for over a year and use it prophylactically and. Um, well, it seems to work because I haven't gotten sick. However, you know, it's a super cheap medicine. I was getting 120 tablets for $10 until this month, or I should say November, where they raised it to $500. Wait, you went from $10 to $500 on 120 tablets? Correct. And I was sure. Where, where, what, what store? Where can we find ivermectin? Who uh, who will who will write the prescriptions uh, for that, and who will fill those prescriptions? More importantly, well, um, I can tell you that I got the prescription from my doctor. However, my doctor informed me just a month ago, just right before these prescriptions went up, that he would no longer be able to write prescriptions. Then I called the insurance company because I was sure that Smith's Pharmacy was making a mistake. Um, but no. The insurance company told me that there were really stupid people that were using ivermectin to help them oh, with COVID, right. and they were not going to allow people to do that. Now, luckily, I was able to get a coupon and get the price down 
to $120, but still, that's a big jump from $10. Now, who will write a prescription? Well, um, if you go to Frontline, uh, the Frontline Doctors, yeah, frontline doctors FFLCC, like yeah, there are doctors all over the country that will write your prescription for a price. Um, also, there are pharmacies that will fill those prescriptions, or if you already have a prescription or a refill, like I still have some refills, um, you can order that from them. But it's still, they're still running between five and seven hundred dollars. So it's time for people. It's time for people. Sorry to step in on you here. I mean, the solution is easy. Go to another state. Go get a bunch of ivermectin. Start trucking and bringing it back. There's going to be people who are going to start black marketing ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. And let me tell you, <clears throat> they're going to be the heroes, and it is absolutely imperative that they do so at this point. Given what you're talking about in terms of the uh, constraints that they're putting on uh, the supply and your inability of your doctor to go ahead and prescribe it. And, you know, if he's been prescribing it to you this entire time, you know what dosage you need to take. And we need to find people who are going to go ahead and start trucking that in and who have the courage to go ahead and find it and bring it here to the state of New Mexico. And we'll just start. I mean, you can black market everything else here. There's black martin fat, uh, fentanyl, cocaine. Uh, what about things that are actually going to help us? No, no, no. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, there, there is not a law. There is not a single law that is being broken by me advising people to go across state lines and start trucking ivermectin in. Because it is not a law that you should not be able to go ahead and prescribe that. What law was passed by the legislature? What law was, was passed by the government? Nothing. Nothing. So you can do that, and there is what, – what are you going to do? Start arresting people because they have, you know, 120 tablets of ivermectin? Well, and it's also the art of being a doctor. You know that certain drugs will work for certain conditions, you know, and even though they have been developed for a particular condition, it doesn't mean it can't be used for other things. Ivermectin is yeah, a right. fantastic antiviral drug. Right. And, in fact, there's been a lot of um, – yeah, we've covered a lot. We've got it not to jump in again, but we've covered a lot of all of the material that you're about to dispense. Once again, we know how okay, ivermectin. Well, I won't dispense it then, but I will dispense this: that if in the meantime of waiting for these people to truck ivermectin into New Mexico, people can also get it from India on the mm -hmm. Frontline Doctors website. There are various pharmacies in India and and in other countries, but India seems to be the main source, and they, I believe, they manufacture it there too so it's not going to be some kind of strange maybe not uh completely healthy drug you know i think it'll be just fine um but you're going to have to pay for it and people shouldn't have to pay that kind of money to just protect themselves or in the case of that poor man from china who just about died because these people these judges are and administrators are practicing medicine without a license it's it's outrageous. It's all outrageous. Well, let's not forget the uh, Nobel Prize uh, was given to William C. Campbell for ivermectin and its uses and everything else, as well as Satoshi Amura and Tu Yuyu uh, back in 2015. That was the Nobel Prize in physiology or medicine. And uh, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. We we absolutely uh, should not get the increase, but they're they are manufacturing or officially creating this constriction uh, when it comes to uh, being able to get to ivermectin. And right. It, and, and I'll tell you, as somebody that in. has taken ivermectin and has also given it to my child, like when we go on an airplane, after we land, we take our ivermectin. We have the protocols. We know what to take. We know how much to take. And I am highly, highly, highly sensitive 
to any and all medications. And I can tell you that the ivermectin really hasn't affected me at all. You know, I mean, I get more effect from a single aspirin in terms of how I feel. Well, what type of what what type of what side effects were you anticipating with ivermectin? Well, I wasn't anticipating. Well, there's some side effects. You know, it's on the label. Is that there's there's things that what you know up, upset tummy and yeah. uh, you know things like that. Well, yeah, the, it's, the it's fact of the matter is, you'd have not received or have uh, uh, you know been infected experience. with COVID. So yeah, you have uh, not, no. You have not been infected with COVID. So as far as I'm concerned, it's done its job. So if there's mild side effects, you know, upset tummy. And that's more of a state of mind than it's actually an upset tummy. But this is good. I'm sorry that uh, you're not able to get it anymore, but hopefully we planted a couple of seeds and people might be figuring out ways to go ahead and quote unquote, truck it in as uh, we put it out there. What's your name? Uh, my name's Kathy. I've called on the show. I listened to you. I voted for you. Oh, thank like you, you a Kathy. lot. I think you do. Uh, I think you do a phenomenal job in many ways. I, you probably don't want to hear this, but I was very concerned about you getting elected because I thought, well, now who is going to, be screaming on the airwaves you know we need to have somebody that's got a brain and actually has something to say and actually has something to say that's truthful because there isn't a whole lot of truth right now there it's a very strange world that we are suddenly in and i I don't even understand how things happen so fast things are happening so fast and you know i'm not an old person things are happening fast and and it's uh it's a little scary you know it is a, uh, sl- I appreciate all your comments, a, a slow motion car wreck that we're all just staring at right now. And we yeah. are we are happily agreeing to uh, any and all of it. And you, of course, know I'm not vaxxed. Uh, doubt isn't vaxxed. And, you know, we're not going to let uh, Dr. Fauci be the primary care physician for this country. 550-5500. Great call, Kathy. And thanks for all the insight. Last caller, very quickly, go ahead. Yeah, have you settled down, Eddie? Oh, my gosh. All right. I, I really don't have time to. Why am I managing a daycare center? You know, like, honestly, I just don't have. Like, is that really necessary? Let's check on whether it's about it. All right. Let's put things together as the sun sets. It looks like it's going to be a nice night tonight. They say we should be going down as low as about 42 degrees. So I know a little bit chilly, but tomorrow back up to 63, they tell us. Right now, it is 61 across town. Uh, now we have a third accident that happened. I was telling you about Coors Boulevard northbound right at Paseo. That accident is in the Gore Points. That means no lanes are blocked. Up ahead at Irving, an accident, and just up about uh, 200 feet beyond that, another accident just happened. That is really putting the pressure on Paseo del Norte itself. It is a headache all the way back to I-25. Here's what I would do. I'd use Alameda this evening to get around all of this problem. All right, uh, getting across the river on uh, Rio Bravo, that is really a test of patience. From I-25, crossing the tracks all the way to Isleta, you're under 20 miles an hour the entire way. All right, we're at Salon Deluxe. Hope you come on up today. We've got gift cards here and a great sale on all the money, hair and skin products. Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, 452, back in four, right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. When you suffer a personal injury in a crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. Semi-truck crashes can cause severe, long-term injuries. Caruso Law Offices is rated among the best attorneys representing victims of semi-truck accidents with recent jury verdicts of 6 and $8 million. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. The Medicare annual enrollment period is now open. You can save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the all-new Medicare options just released before the December 7th deadline. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505 350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years, right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at candylady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico.
There you go. Seven minutes long, seven minutes strong uh, at that time back in, what is it, 1972. That was number one. That was uh, Papa Was a Rolling Stone, The Temptations. Who knew a song? It doesn't even sound like The Temptations. No. Like uh, that was uh, uh, the TNT, The Temps, and The uh, Tops uh, on all that. It, look, folks, I'm not going to get abused on, on air. You know, like realize who you're talking to. I like David. I'll help him out. I'll do whatever I possibly can. He's certainly done a lot of that for me, but... What I won't do is get into a verbal battle with people on ridiculous stuff about, oh, are you ready? No, I'm, I'm totally fine. <laughs> so uh, what's the website that you was? Yeah, the website is, uh, and I'm going to spell out each letter for you folks. It's uh, the Dr. Artist Show. So it's uh, uh, T-H-E, the D-R-A-R-D-I-S-S-H-O-W. So it's Dr. Ardis, A-R-D-I-S, and I believe his first name is Byron and he, uh, Dr. Uh, Brian, I'm sorry, B-R-Y-N, artist, uh, hospital protocols are murdering Americans by prescribing remdesivir, which causes renal failure. I mean, yeah. you know, we need to, why aren't we having this debate? Why aren't we allowed to have a robust debate about these there's topics? There's no debate. You there know, is no. There's no debate. There's uh, no. Bow to Fauci. That's what you have right, to do. All uh, right. Here we go. A full minute of text. There's no money in healthcare for big pharma. That's out of the 505. Dr. Fauci is America's Dr. Mengele. There we go. Uh, so glad you had the guts to say they want to kill you, Eddie. I've been saying the same for so long. Sheep oil Democrat will continue to test and jab. Ask Dave how his kids are doing and set him off. No, I'm not going to do that. I just, uh, I, I'm not, I, I don't need to do that. Uh, did you not hear Fauci is now everyone's primary physician? My wife, nurse practitioner with the doctorate of nursing practice with Presbyterian, could not prescribe me ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or be terminated if she did so. Wow. Just listen to how ridiculous wow. this is. Uh, Eddie, welcome to the perpetual pandemic as the CDC and WHO will keep using variants to continually cover up the adverse effects from the mRNA poison. Oops, I meant vaccine. Doubt is 100% on point about Fauci. As far as I'm concerned, science is the new mythology. Fauci is not only a pathological liar, but a charlatan and a fraud. And uh, finally, Eddie, interesting. I've been researching Alec Baldwin's claim. We haven't even touched this. That he did not pull the trigger. It might be time to do it. That fired on the set. That could it happen? I found about the gun that he used on the web. Let's hit the top of the hour news. Thanks everybody for listening right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM rockoftalk.com. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The president is unveiling his administration's COVID winter strategy. And it doesn't include shutdowns or lockdowns, but widespread vaccinations and boosters and testing and a lot more. Speaking at the NIH, Biden says the situation in the United States is greatly improved compared to a year ago. A second person has tested positive for the Omicron variant of COVID-19 in Minnesota after traveling to New York City to attend the Anamim Convention. Minnesota Department of Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm explaining the way people within the state can keep themselves safe from the variant. In addition to vaccination and boosters, we can slow the spread of this variant and all COVID-19 variants by using the layered prevention methods of wearing masks, staying home when sick, and getting tested when appropriate. You're listening to USA Radio News. Do you have an idea for a book, fiction, nonfiction, or a children's book? We can help you put it together and bring it to market at Dorrance Publishing. We have thousands of testimonials from people just like you that we've helped get their books sold in stores and online. We've even got a service called The Writer's Coach. 
It's perfect for people that have a book idea in their head and they just need someone to help them put it on paper. Torrance Book Publishing has been helping people just like you who have a book idea, written or not, for over 100 years. Imagine being counted among the most famous authors in the world with your very own book. Call right now and let us help you turn a book idea into reality. It's easier than you think. You just need a little help. Call us now. 800-876-9035. 800-876-9035. That's 800-876-9035. Republican congressional members are taking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to court over deducting salaries because of a violation of mask mandates on the House floor. Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey joins Fox and Friends and explains how the House Speaker violated the Constitution with the fines. She violated the 27th Amendment to the Constitution and the base Constitution, which both say we can't change our own salaries. House Speaker Pelosi says the mandate was put on the House floor to keep everyone safe from a public health emergency. If you miss a payment, check your DMs for a message from debt collectors. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau implementing new rules this week that lets collection agencies email, text, and send direct messages to folks on social media to track them down for money owed. However, the messages must be private and debt collectors must identify themselves. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. A bill extending government funding is headed to the Senate after quick passage by the House. Some Senate Republicans plan to try to hold up the funding bill in a dispute over President Biden's COVID vaccination mandate for large businesses. Louisiana Republican Senator John Kennedy says he doesn't believe the government will avoid a shutdown. When I last talked to the proponents of the shutdown, you know, within the last two hours, uh, they were hell-bent for leather. And I, maybe Mitch knows something I don't know. But well, I think that I think it won't be a long shutdown, uh, and it, we shouldn't have shut it down at all, but, but it could be a few days. That audio courtesy of Fox News, government funding is set to run out Friday. Vice President Kamala Harris's chief spokesman, Simone Sanders, is leaving the White House at the end of the year. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki praises Sanders for her work in the administration. She is uh, whip smart and she is uh, she is uh, has charisma coming out of her eyeballs and she's going to do plenty of interesting things uh, in the world uh, in the future. She'll always be a part of this Biden-Harris family and it's only natural after a couple of years to be ready for something new. This comes after the Vice President's Communications Director Ashley Edity announced she was leaving her post two weeks ago. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. All right, time to get the 5 o'clock hour underway, and we're going to start by putting things together with the weather. It's really a nice 
time to be in Albuquerque. Look at this. 62 degrees is what we're heading for tomorrow. And overnight, we should be down to 42. Right now, clear skies as the sun sets. And looks like we're going to see another couple of problems. But this one on the I-25. Northbound, it's between Gibson and Avenida Cesar Chavez. An accident there. And up ahead at... Uh, so led right at the lead exit, another accident there, and traffic all in all very slow from the Sunport on your way to Midtown. Now, once you get there, it's smooth sailing all the way into Northtown. South 25 from San Mateo to Montano, it's kind of a white knuckler, and it really is tough on Paseo del Norte. Westbound from I-25 all the way to Coors Road, because right as you come off of Paseo onto Coors Road North, two separate accidents at Irving. All right, we're at Salon Deluxe in Rio Rancho. This is the place to be today. What a great idea, a gift card for somebody special. Now, that's unique, too. Got to come to Salon Deluxe, and they have a sale on all the Monate products as well. Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza on Southern, just west of the 528. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock and Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on EM1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Hour two just for you, me and you. Indeed, out Moscow, we got a good friend of mine, uh, Kevin Petrusnik, who just uh, you know blew the whistle uh, out there to close up. Remember? What, what is it, uh, Fred Flintstone? He slides off the uh, dinosaur and... Uh, there we go on here on this Thursday. Oh, that's a good one. It is. Uh, I love Freddie Flintstone. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm doing great, Eddie. Good. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Thanks for uh, joining us along for the ride. He was uh, he was uh, one of my uh, a guests here uh, for uh, my uh, soiree, part A, for the uh, mayoral. Like, we didn't actually have one, but believe it or not, we, we, we knew that we weren't going to win going away, and we wanted to try and get to a runoff. So Kevin is uh, one of my uh, very good friends and one of the co-hosts for the great show called Spirits of New Mexico, Throughout the week, every Saturday uh, evening. So uh, we'll get to your calls here momentarily. You guys are hot to trot. I mean, you guys are not excited. Uh, you guys are absolutely elated about what we're talking about. Uh, uh, this is follow-up. We're, we're trying to get David to calm down. He's worked up, I think, because of a lot of reasons. Um, look, all sorts of people have been attacking me. They're unhappy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not responsible for what's happening. <clears throat> Just because I've told you, I have actually uh, somebody who's going through all of my archives. She's like scouring all the stuff I, I said in March, April, May, June last year. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're right. You said this and this. You said this and this. You said, like, well, there it is. You know, I didn't. I didn't. Nice just a talk show host. He's just. Uh, he he's doesn't just know what he's doing. Uh, Eddie, I'm going to jump ahead of the, the text. And I'm going to say three words and, then, sure. and ask uh, the gentleman here what, if they know what I'm talking about. Because, frankly, I'm looking at a Wikipedia page right now. Okay. When you were talking about uh, obtaining uh, ivermectin, and again, I'm not a healthcare professional, but I defer to trained professionals who, in their professional judgment, think that it does have a role to play in fighting uh, uh, the Rona. Obtaining ivermectin, our caller, uh, our female caller talked about getting it from India. Yep. These three words jumped into my head. Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, yeah. Nice. A movie I have not seen. A movie oh, that, that yeah. Makana Hey, Hey, Hey won the Oscar for. Right portraying someone, I guess his name was Ron Woodruff. He was a, a rodeo guy who apparently had some fun with a prostitute, ended up getting AIDS. Uh, he was based out of Texas. Uh, as part of the experimental AIDS treatment movement, he smuggled unapproved pharmaceutical drugs into Texas for treating his symptoms 
and distributed them to people, to fellow people with AIDS, primarily homosexuals, by establishing the Dallas Buyers Club while facing opposition from the Food and Drug Administration. Uh, We're in the exact same situation. This guy is a hero to mm-hmm. our cultural elites, people on the left, the gay lobby. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I just haven't, I don't watch a lot of these types of films because it's just kind of not my wheelhouse. I, I'm a libertarian, live your lifestyle however way you want. I'm not making no judgments here. I just, I just, it's the kind of the movie, the theme didn't really appeal to me. So I'm just reading about it from Wikipedia right now. This guy was, is a hero uh, among our cultural elites in our country for doing this, for going around monolithic government and getting alternative treatments for people who are facing life and death decisions. Uh, McConaughey wins the Best Actor Oscar. Jared Leto wins the Best Supporting Actor. This movie is lionized and praised. The real guy, I guess, is lionized and praised by our cultural elites. And so if 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 the if, if we had a version of Ron Woodruff right now doing this with ivermectin and maybe other medications that Fauci doesn't approve of, uh, would he become a hero? No, uh, I, I, I think not. I think yeah. not. So, well, well, frankly, I'm, now I'm going to go watch the damn movie because uh, I think it does relate to what we're looking at right now. Well, I think we should probably look at it from the, the standpoint that we see these guys who are going to you know, put their life and limb on the line to get drugs and distribute them to other people. And uh, we will see them uh, as heroes uh, within the conservative community, within, uh, dare I say it, the pro-American, uh, the pro-United States, the pro-Constitution. The pro-freedom, the pro-my uh, yeah. body, my choice, the I, pro-doctor uh, using their own discretion and their professional judgment, reasonable stuff like that. So I think if uh, that's if you're able to do that, become the next Ron Woodruff, uh, you know, we would tip our hat to you. But we would also make sure that nobody knew who you were so you could continue to do what you were doing. We would literally be... Yeah. Helping you smuggle drugs yeah. here in the state. Of we'll, we'll wait 30 years before we expose you and praise you. We're, we're going to need 30 years. I would love to learn uh, if whether or not the Albuquerque Police Department, the state of New Mexico police, um, the FBI, anybody else uh, would be involved in prohibiting the interstate trafficking of drugs that are not allowed by the Department of Health. If they're allowed in Arizona, allowed in Utah, allowed in Texas, allowed in Oklahoma, but not allowed in the state of New Mexico. Nothing would prevent you from getting 120 pills of ivermectin. Bring it in here. Do not let the uh, pharmaceutical board here in the state of New Mexico decide uh, what type of health care you can get. 550-5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, you settled down yet, Eddie? Do I, do I really have to deal with this, like, the whole time? Like, I guess I'll just read your text, bro. So this is why you uh, – this is David. This is why you always lose politically because of how you treat people. That is why they don't trust you. But who doesn't – what are you talking about? Like, wh- why do you guys – continually come in and decide that you want to hammer uh, the one conservative, the guy who's standing up for you, the guy who's literally been on the front lines every day. Like, what is the purpose of that? Like, what are you getting out of that? Is that, is that you guys need to see how vulnerable your heroes are, your guys that are out there advocating for you? You know, one of my friends yesterday, uh, his name is Brian. He's the one who's helped me with a lot of stuff. He, he's like taking shots at me on Instagram. Like chill out on your PTSD bros. Seriously, like if you can't handle that, you know how to handle that stuff. You you really got to like move into a different direction. I'm not your enemy. I'm advocating for you here. Okay. I'm not, I don't need to be challenged. This isn't my ego versus you. Nobody cares about that. It's terrible. Let's see. uh, Brian says murder. Mike is a SD Uh, suck D. Yeah. Super uh, dude, I thought. Oh uh, yeah, super dude. No, he says he's uh, he's constantly kissing your ass. He doesn't like that. Don't worry, I'll lose your number. F face. Uh, I said I'm tired of getting your text. Like, the, there's not enough negativity. Uh, you know, 
going on. Uh, and David still go like, listen, we talked about how to think about things. We talked about how to take a step back, you know, kind of figure out ways to get through. We've helped you navigate mo- much of this. I've jumped into uh, several races in an attempt to try and alleviate the pain. Look, don't blame me. Okay. I'm not the one to be blamed. I'm just trying to help out here. I really am. Okay. And I can see very clearly. Here we go. I'm effing all the effing time in spite of you. You're actually responsible for making people who interact with less than their normal potential. And that's why you finish way farther back than if you don't keep sucking your own D. Like, seriously, this is the stuff that is, I don't have to do the radio show. You guys can uh, go ahead and uh, go enjoy your uh, cumulus-driven KKOB if that's what you like. I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, what? go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, what? Why are you why are you even giving airtime to that? Well, I'm giving airtime to it because I'm I mean, just trying to calm people down. I, yeah, just, I know. You know I, I, that, and I don't that's why calls it like, you know, our style of radio show here. I know, but we, that's why he's so upset. He's he's upset because you won't let him take over. Well, but there's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who come right into the Kiva and they're like, you listen to a few sentences and they, they're finally feeling strong and they think that you should do a long form interview with them as they're the resident expert. And I don't need to do that. I have a guy who literally calls in and will blow up on me and like within five minutes of a phone call and just tell me how terrible I am. I'm like, I don't need that level of abuse. You, you don't have to call in to tell me that. Uh, Eddie is our best friend, favorite uncle and primo. Oh, wow. That's very nice. <laughs> yeah. I think these guys are a little depressed Love. today. I think it is. I think that, it, you know, yeah, yeah. everyone's getting depressed. Eddie, while shopping at Trader Joe's today at Uptown, I saw Eddie for mayor bumper sticker on a vehicle. When the lady was opening her car, I went over and told her that I voted for you also. And she just went off about how we needed a change. Now, people here are so uninformed of what a great race you ran. It really did us Republicans proud. She's not going to take it off her vehicle for a while. Thought you might like to hear that. Of course. Good for her. We're working hard. That's, 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 that's now David's telling me don't do an effing radio show. Like, wow. Sorry, Eddie. Every time I text, uh, it's the way it comes to go. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, now he's got a problem with you. There we go. We'll, we'll let that is the last you heard of it, uh, Kevin, and lost anybody. Thank you. Hi, Eddie. About a month ago, Dr. Ramon on job was yakking about COVID and stated that there were a couple of doctors prescribing ivermectin and ABQ. He was going to turn them in as yep, this yep, was an yep. outrage. Yep, yep. Did you hear about that? No, but it doesn't surprise me. He's a thug. Dr. Barry Ramon. Yeah. You better watch yourself, Dr. Barry Ramon at the Albuquerque Country Club, buddy. I might just uh, hit one straight out of my fairway. <laughs> Shank. We'll see your 80-year-old bones try to drop me there. So I'm only kidding. Just in all, all good humor. Uh, Eddie, there's a special place in hell for these lockdown political monsters. Uh, yeah, Olson needs to chill out. Yeah, you don't need to ramp people up. Uh, Eddie, I was made to take off my cloth mask and wear a medical mask to enter Presbyterian and a casement today. Uh-huh. I uh, asked the guard what was the reason that the cloth mask is like a clan. Chain link fence, excuse me, to stop mosquitoes. He said yes. Wow. Um, Eddie, my bumper sticker will stay on ah. until you run again. Oh, uh, wow. That's amazing. Very few people even remember that monster, Dr. Mengele. It's okay to be ignorant. It's not okay to be ignorant. Wow. I like that. And then, uh, Eddie, I've been thinking about you and the Kiva for a while now. Thank you, Eddie, for providing the place for us to come in out of the cold. You and those who contribute to keep the fire burning. You've demonstrated that carrying that fire outside can change the conversation, but the risk of having water thrown on both it and you. I agree we need to, you and the Kiva, trending, tending to the fire. I and many others feel insufficient to carry the fire to public office, but we do like to throw out sparks and see where they land. 
I agree with Dad. We need a culture change. I believe in the faith in God, the leadership of two shepherds, and voices as can be heard on the Kiva will lead us there. You tend the fire, help us spread the fire until the swamp is banished from our desert. That's from Melvin. I appreciate that, uh, Melvin. That's good. Oh, wow. I'm a cult of personnel. Anyway. Uh, hi, Eddie. About a month ago, Dr. Ramo on the job was yakking about COVID and stated there were a couple of doctors prescribing. He was going, oh, Broadway Barry Fauci. So same guy that uh, was basically texting all of that stuff. In. Now let's get to more COVID stuff here in the Rona. Okay. Cause this is all about resisting tyranny uh, at this point. Now, Sent back in October of 2021, uh, the executive committee, after its approval to a medical staff meeting, stated, and I quote, with regard to COVID, in early September, the Federation State Medical Boards, as well as the American Board of Family Medicine, American Board of Inter- Inter- Internal Medicine, and American Board of Pediatrics, issued a statement about vaccine misinformation. They stated that providing misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine contradicts physicians' ethical and professional responsibilities and therefore may subject a physician to disciplinary action, including suspension or revocation of their medical license. The medical staff voted to issue the following statement in response to this. We believe that the distribution of COVID-19 vaccine misinformation by a physician or advanced practice provider by any means is contrary to the known science and its best interest in patients. Such conduct is also inconsistent with our standard and those practitioners may be subject to medical staff action. Now, you're having the homogeneity of opinion being created in science mm-hmm. at a position of which we are at the edge of our perception of what COVID-19, Omicron, Delta, original variants are. Okay. Can you imagine going after, remember, these are men, women, people who have decided to spend an inordinate amount of time in medical school. Okay. Yep. They've gone through all of this. And now they are being forced against their own will by administrators who are likely no more than bachelor's or master's degree or MPAs at best to go ahead and conduct themselves in a way that is congruent with the official opinion of any hospital. And in so doing, they might be able to keep their job. Is it any wonder why so many people are picking up and leaving blue states and going to red states? And that, that, I mean, people, I mean, physicians. Do you think that the state of New Mexico is going to go ahead and be able to backfill these physicians here in the state when you have physician assistants and other nurse practitioners who are willing to go ahead and do whatever the hospital is telling them to do and administer these COVID vaccines against their own will, even though they'll say, well, I'm going to keep my job. It's no small thing to imperil a physician's livelihood, practice, medical license, and family over differences of opinion regarding treatment for a particular condition, but it's precisely this particular hospital what what they have done. Specifically, they threaten physicians with disciplinary action, including suspension or revocation of their medical license for the crime of distributing COVID-19 vaccine misinformation. Now, let me... let me Just quickly, Eddie, this is a board-certified surgeon. His name is Dr. Moss, uh, Dr. Richard Moss, who's bringing this to light. Um, this is not some you know wild guy in a basement on the internet somewhere. This is a board certified surgeon who is talking about his career imperiling his livelihood. These official entities, these quasi governmental entities, basically saying we're the Ministry of Truth and we stand for science. And if you disagree with us, we are going. His words literally imperil a physician's livelihood, practice, and medical license. Not this only, is where we are. You know, and and this is a man who has decided to pen something. You find out an American thinker. That might be seen as political, 
But when is standing up for truth political? This is also a man who ran for Congress in 2016 and 2018. You can go to richardmossmd.com. You can also find him on uh, all the other social media sites as well. But here's the long and the short of this whole thing with Dr. Moss or any other physician that's out there. We have yet to hear from any local physician that is pushing back against the New Mexico Department of Health. We have yet to hear from any local primary physician who's really pushing back other than Dr. Summers at this point. What we have seen is the resignation of two health secretaries. Now we have a third interim, two epidemiologists, and a myriad of other people have just picked up, shut up, and left the state altogether. The only defense, unfortunately, are articles like this or a talk show host like me who is not vaccinated who's speaking up and speaking out against the very thing, the very tyrannical behavior of your government. And the very people who defend the government, well, that would be your military. That would be Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Marine Corps hit their vaccine mandate deadline. Yes, folks, they would rather get rid of approximately 9,000 active duty Marines, not promote them because they all decided to not get vaccinated. But let me, let me remind you, COVID-19 is currently surging in the most vaccinated state. Do we want COVID-19 to go ahead and manifest itself in the armed forces? I guess we must. According to the Navy and the Marines, we're going to try and find out what's their problem and hold up and getting the vaccine. We're going to counsel them the best way we can. What is this, uh, Chinese water torture? Offer them an opportunity to change their mind with regards to vaccination. Here's an opportunity. You might want to change your mind or we're going to take away more money from you. You might, gonna, you might want to change your mind or you won't get promoted. You might, it doesn't matter how good of a soldier you are. Hopefully they'll get the vaccination at that point in time. And if they don't, then they're not going to be able to continue serving in the Marine Corps. We are living in 1930s Germany, ladies and gentlemen. That is where we are. It is worse this year and at this point than any point since the Rona has begun. I'm surprised at this point the FBI, the CIA, or any of these other groups that are out there haven't decided to go ahead and come in and take Eddie Aragon off the air. Well, he's providing misinformation. Information, yeah. Well, here's, here's, here's why you won't see the CIA. Latest stuff coming out of the CIA. CIA files say staffers committed sex crimes involving children, and they weren't prosecuted. Over the past 14 years, the CIA agency has secretly amassed credible evidence that at least 10 of its employees and contractors committed sex crimes involving children. Only one of the individuals cited in these documents was charged with the crime. 10%. 10%. You think they're going to hold anybody accountable? Well, not themselves, but they will hold me accountable. What about FBI? Look at the FBI. They had which laptop? you got to check out that book. Yeah, Hunter Biden's laptop. The filthy laptop. Where did it go? Nowhere. Out of the FBI office, out of the city of Albuquerque. But I digress. Let's get back into the Rona, shall we? Marine Corps, now COVID-19 uh, vaccine and booster shots occur encouraged now. Even though we know that they haven't developed a vaccine or a booster shot to battle Omicron variant. Why do I know this? Well, let's just go to the bare bones basics of how you combat a virus. Does anybody know how you combat a virus? You capture it. Yeah, you got to know what it is. 
You can't battle anything unless you've actually have one of their hostages, meaning the virus. And you don't need 30 to 40 parts. You need 30,000 to 40,000 parts in order to to develop a foolproof vaccination. Again, may I remind you, and pardon me for doing so, this is not a vaccine no matter what you call it. Sort of like buying a Porsche and realizing, well, you know, it's a Porsche body, but there's a Yugo engine inside of it. That's what you're dealing with right now. Like going to the fun house and, well, I'm driving a little little, little Porsche. No, it's a go-kart. Sorry, that's about all you got out of this whole entire thing. You cannot develop a response to any of the evolving viruses that may come as a result of COVID-19. Yes, it is real. But when the antibodies are not recognized, and more importantly, when you have antibodies that are developed against COVID-19, and they're telling you you can't take the vaccine because you recently had COVID-19, and your antibodies will effectively dilute and possibly remove any vaccination, why are you getting a vaccination? This is an mRNA gene therapy. I'll remind you once again. This is why Fauci once again has stated, I'm going to be saving lives and they're going to be lying. We are not. The data is in. We know Fauci at this point isn't the vanguard of science. He states, uh, and as you know, they came from us. Where do these vaccines come from that are saving millions of people? How can you prove to us that you're saving anybody with these vaccines? When I go back again to COVID-19 is currently surging in the most vaccinated states. Why is it? surging in the most vaccinated states. He says, they came from us. It's my job, the politicization of the really unfortunate, because as I've said, I've stayed away from politics my entire life. You have been knee deep in it. Kissing up to Hillary with your email? Been on the front, absolutely. WikiLeaks? Yeah, Yeah. I've stayed away from politics. You lying sack of... Sorry, stay on the show. Angelique Coetzee, Dr. Angelique Coetzee, chairwoman of the South African Medical Association. Listen to this. In describing the symptoms that were exhibited in lieu of the more common ones, like the loss of taste or smell, Coetzee categorized the effect as mild. Trust that currently there's no reason to be panicked. But Fauci, we must get the new vaccine. We've got it developed. What? Boy, how stupid are you Americans at this point? I'm going to get the booster. Well, what now? I'm going to wait four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks for it. They can't roll it out fast enough. Right now, there's only 3,000 appointments available for the next, I think they said, seven days, if I'm not uh, mistaken, on Night Watch last night with uh, Tessa. Many of the patients managed to recover on their own. Yeah, that's what Coetzee says down in South Africa. They recovered on their own. They didn't need a single thing from the government. She stated, what we have to worry about now is that when older unvaccinated people are infected with the new variant, if they're not vaccinated, we're going to see many people with a severe form of the disease inevitably they all go to the same place because they're all paid by the same people. The CDC, the NIH, it's all part of one big gang that is decided to go ahead and nail you for just not being vaccinated. But again, you aren't vaccinated, folks. Everything that we're seeing here at this point, it's all speculation. We don't know how transmissible or admissible or anything else at this point it is. I think we have four infections of the Omicron uh, virus. But now proof of COVID-19 vaccination needed to attend New Mexico legislature. Proof of COVID-19 vaccination needed to attend University of New Mexico Lobo game. They're going to be taking people's temperatures as you walk into the basketball games. The LCS, Legislative Council Services, which oversees the procedures of the state capitol, released its brand new policies for the upcoming sessions Tuesday. You know what I would do if I was a representative of the state of New Mexico? I'd just resign. 
Mm. I'd say, here you go. I'll stay out then. Can't vote, can't represent our district because you're requiring me to choose against myself and my constituents and against the Constitution because your laws and your policies are simply unconstitutional. It's been proven by an appeals court going against Joe Biden saying that you cannot mandate, quote unquote, again, vaccines. You cannot mandate vaccines for America's frontline workers. What about just masking? Well, you know that face masks do harm to children's development. They're not seeing each other. Plus, they're carrying all those germs and spittle, and who even knows what's on those face masks? <laughs> the cognitive development of the youngsters through infancy, childhood, and adolescence is all being impacted significantly. This coming from across the pond at the DailyMail.uk. Results show that early learning composite mean result dropped by a whopping 23% because of all the increased masking. Masking, excuse me. From a high of just under 100 in 2019 to around 80 in 2020 and now dropping to 77 in 2021. The study also concluded that children born during the pandemic has significantly reduced verbal, motor, and overall cognitive performance compared to children born pre-pandemic. We're literally getting stupider and doing more of what the government is telling us. And who's going to save us? Oh, we've got an election in 2022. Yeah, Mark Ronchetti or anybody else that's going to go. No, folks. Mark Ronchetti or Greg Zanetti or any of these people running for governor are going to need your help, your courage. They can't do it on their own. They will be simply representing you. They'll be doing their very, very best to go ahead. and But unless you get up, speak up, and help them so that they can be stronger during the election, they can't do it on their own, which means money, financial uh, contributions, which means you walking neighborhoods. Like at this point, the save, the ability for us to save New Mexico is at least a year, if not more out because of what we're looking at with the election. And I'm the only guy who's going to be sitting here who's not running for anything, who's not going to care about what he is saying and is just going to be giving you the truth day in, day out. Because we're at a breaking point here in the state of New Mexico, ladies and gentlemen, as we reach and go into year three, less than what? What are we, 100 days away from March the 13th of 2022? You want to see real depression set in? Just see what happens right about uh, that time that we realize that we're in year three. And all of a sudden, you'd be asking, where did time go? 550-5500. Let's check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, so as we put things together, we start with the weather, which is really nice right now. Uh, yeah, I know it's a little nippy out there, but uh, still, 59 degrees with clear skies. We'll take it at the end of, uh, uh, wait a minute, the beginning of December, sure. Okay, listen, we're going to clear the accidents on I-25 northbound. We had two of them between uh, the Sunport out to Lead. Both are gone. That's the good news, but still, traffic is really slow to recover all the way back now from Gibson up to Lead. So it uh, looks like uh, I-40. That is just really, you know, it's just the typical drive right at the moment. So the westbound trip, you start to tap the brakes right there at Carlisle. That's the story across the big eye. In fact, you're going to be tapping those brakes all the way out to Coors Boulevard. And they have cleared the accidents on Coors Boulevard. That was northbound, just about Irvine. I'm sorry, Irving. And so that is now clear. But traffic is starting to come back to normal pretty much into your, on your way into Rio Rancho. By the way, that's where we're at today at Salon Deluxe with the gift cards. And they'll be selling these all month. And I tell you what, they've got this Monet sale going on now. Modern nature for your hair, skin, and nails. Come on by. they got great deals on them. Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza on Southern 
just west of the 528. Okay, we're up to date. All right, I, I cut him off before we go. It's it's Brittany, bitch. Happy birthday, Brittany! Forty years of age. Back and forth. Thanks for listening. Murder Mike up next. Say breakfast skillet? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for their Texas steak skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican skillets. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carries CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection, to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. 
The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather right now. Clear skies. It's going to be that way all night. And it looks like it's about uh, 57 degrees now, so cooling off kind of quickly. And so is the drive. We had a couple of accidents on I-25 northbound between the Sunport and Lead. Those are both gone. Traffic is starting to try and come back to normal. Unfortunately, normal is the, the key on I-40 westbound. The trip spoils right there at Carlisle. Going to be tough across the big guy and staying slow all the way to Coors Boulevard. And looks like Paseo del Norte, it's starting to come back. By that, I mean it's still very heavy, but at least it's starting to move as you make your way westbound between the I-25 all the way out to Paseo, I'm sorry, to Coors. If you're on your way into Rio Rancho, you got to come all the way up here to Salon Deluxe. We're in Country Club Plaza. That's on Southern, about maybe a mile west of the uh, 528. They've got some gift cards, and that makes a great, uh, that's a great idea for the Christmas holidays. But they've got this great sale on Monate products. Some of them close to 50% off. You got to come by. Salon Deluxe on in Country Club Plaza on Southern and Rio Rancho. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. theme for Murder Mike. There it is. Staying alive. Yeah, huh? It just works. Huh? This is his era. You know, it's the theme. I think that's uh, maybe Albuquerque's new theme uh, going forward under the uh, Keller administration. Uh, staying alive. Will you be able to stay alive? Will you be the next murder in the city of Albuquerque? Better knock on wood, right? Better knock on wood. Never had to knock on wood. Never thought I would, right? Uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Uh, we oh here we go. Murder Mike, how are you? I'm doing fine. I love it. I think that's a great song. It is. We got to keep people that, upbeat yeah. as we uh, as we count the numbers. You know, we're counting them down. <laughs> uh, can I get a little Casey Kasem in the in the Kiva this afternoon? Yeah. Uh, down, uh, is, is Casey here? Is Casey here? We're counting down the murders in the Duke City. You may know it as Albuquerque. We're up to as many as 138 murders this year, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not a damn dead dog. It's human beings we're killing here on Casey's Countdown. <laughs> oh, there we go. Man, that's, a great, that's a great, great lead in. How do you like that? With, yeah, with, that was with, awesome. Yeah, with the staying alive music. Like, let's, let's try this one more time. Uh, Dow's going to bring it back, see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heading for 150. <laughs> 
feel the city breaking and see the city shaking. We're staying alive, staying alive. Uh, Casey? Folks, we're going to go right to Murder Mike. Murder Mike's out there on the mean streets of the Duke City. He's down in what we now call the International District, but you old-timers know it as the War Zone. Take it away, Murder Mike. <laughs> it's like a long-distance dedication. Yeah, you're awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm not only in the war zone, I'm in the ghetto. I'm in the hood. You know, I'm with my, my bros, you know. I mean, we got to go on down, you know, shake yeah, it up because Papa went a pride. I love it. That's great. Well, I can't tell you, some of those text messages were just downright mean. You know, I guess. Uh, yeah, I love them. I love the, uh, give me your, feed me your hate. I want it. I want it. Yeah, they well, you know, I guess the fact that I hold our friendship in such high regard, it makes me a lombe. So uh, there you go. Sorry right, about now, that. Now, that is the first so. time that word has ever been used on our air. That would be the most appropriate way to state what uh, that mean text message. That Did that hurt your soul? Did that pierce your soul, calling you a, yeah. an SD, a suck D? Is that, did that? Did that uh, yeah, I've been, I've been called worse. I don't care. It didn't bother me. Oh, boy. Hang in there, Too bad the guy didn't have anything better to do than uh, have something to complain about. And besides, you know, uh, like I said, I, I hold our friendship in high regard. So when people say something like that, it's just like, oh, man, sorry about that. You must, you know, sorry about your life. I, you know, <laughs> at least I got one. But That's anyway. life. That's what people say. <laughs> what is it? Shot down in May. There we go. All right. Uh, lay it on us, uh, Murder Mike. 24 hours and right. an officer-involved shooting. That's correct, Eddie. We begin this afternoon's report with an officer-involved shooting involving APD. Uh, shortly before 9 a.m. this morning, APD responded to the Via Hermosa apartment at 2600 America Court Northwest. That's in the area of Corps 940. And then that was in reference to the shot spotter detecting shots being fired in the area. As officers began sweeping the area, they located a scene where numerous shell casings from several types of weapons were located in front of an apartment. The casings were quickly linked to 16-year-old Jesus Lopez, the resident of record of the apartment in question. Chewy! Lopez. <laughs> what's Lopez up, Chewy? Hey, what's up? Go to school. Chewy, I haven't heard that term used in a long time. Hey, Chewy! <laughs> oh, there it is. That's what you call it's Jesus. It's not even Friday. What are you doing here? Do you know what you call Lopez. Edward in uh, in Spanish? Do you know what you call you know a nickname for Edward it's, is? Uh, well, uh, in French, it was Ed Joe, like Ed Joe, but... Uh, it's, Edward, La, it's Lalo. It's Lalo. It's the weirdest thing. Lalo? Yeah. Yeah, when I lived in Mexico City, that's what they, they called me, Lalo. Well, you know, I've heard Chewy used a lot, but I never yeah. knew what that Well, there's a lot of Jesus, you know. A lot of people didn't know what to name their, their kids, so they just yelled the name that their wife yelled out when uh, they were being created. Jesus! <laughs> that's an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> yeah, that's an oldie. Yeah, just keep the hits rolling here. It's getting better by the minute. Yep. <laughs> Moving on here, Lopez had numerous outstanding felony warrants, several of which were involving violent crime. As officers began to secure the scene and began attempts to negotiate with Lopez to exit the apartment, he suddenly fled the apartment armed with numerous weapons. It's unclear if Lopez pointed a gun at officers or shot at officers. However, one officer did fire his weapon, striking him. Lopez was transported to a UNMH hospital where he underwent surgery and is listed in critical but stable condition. No officers were hurt in the incident, and the investigation is ongoing. Couldn't they put him and, on hold? Like, I mean, wasn't there a lot more, you know, weren't there other uh, patients who were probably waiting in the waiting room? I mean, mm -hmm. just, 
you know. Um, how, how can a 16-year-old have numerous outstanding warrants? You haven't been alive long enough to have numerous outstanding. Like a 43-year-old could have numerous outstanding warrants, but in, in this city, it's easy. It's easy. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. When they start shooting people, you know. Yeah. I mean, did they, did, really, they shoot, did they shoot him in? It? Where, where did they shoot him at? In the neck tattoo? Uh, they didn't say. There Protection. was no indication other than uh, he was shot by you know, yeah. an officer. So, yeah. well, and there's also there's an update on Casino Salazar. Oh, I was, I've been was. waiting to see what what's going on with him. You know. Uh, well, he went before a judge yesterday for his detention hearing mm-hmm. and was ordered to remain incarcerated oh. without bond until his trial. Uh, that, that judgment was based partially on his previous arrest in Roswell, where he broke every stipulation by a Roswell judge in order to stay free. So this time, no, no get out of jail free card. He's, he's in the slams for good. No, he's no. not. No, no. Well, like, don't. They, they make so. it sound they like we're administering justice and like Nevada or some tough state like Oklahoma or Texas. No, Casino Salazar will be at a casino within the next five years. It'll be involuntary manslaughter. Some sort of cockamamie stuff from an attorney will come out. I'm not being cynical, but he's just going to say, well, look at the, the poor youth. He was attenuating circumstances, yeah, mitigating. You know, circumstances. I don't care if he had six guns and this much meth and this much, uh, you know, he was really trying to just support us. Like it'll be some sort of, cooked up liberal left uh, Democrat attorney who's going to go represent this uh, deadbeat dirtbag. That That's what's going to happen. Uh, the AG is he may not even be tried as an adult, so uh, yeah, let's hope not. But yeah, the court system, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, I'm going to follow that story for sure. Well, moving to events from last night, All right. shortly after 8 p.m. last night, a pedestrian was hit by a city bus at Manal and Carlisle. He was transported to UNMH Hospital and is listed in critical condition. No citations were issued and the investigation of the crash is ongoing. Then a little bit later at could, night, he, could he not UPM, see the could he not see the bus? I mean the bus makes been, stops. Uh, like how do you get hit by a bus? The train I understand, well, yeah. you know, but but a bus <laughs> how do you get hit by a bus? Well have you ever driven by that intersection? It is filled with a bunch of transients and homeless people sleeping on the bus benches sleeping on the sidewalk right there in front of the Firestone tire. So it, it's easily understandable how they could have stepped in front of the bus when it stopped and got hit. So, Well, it's all sorts of stupid. And uh, no, I, I don't think it's understandable, but that's okay. Go ahead. What's next? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then at 9.52 last night, an accident with injuries involving a prisoner transport van was reported at 400 Roma Northwest. At the time of the crash, there were 10 to 12 prisoners on board. The scene was quickly secured by law enforcement, as this was classified as a high-risk accident. You can understand why someone could stage an accident just to get the the prisoner bus to stop, just to, to break no, you know, one seen, of the prisoners. You've seen board. too many movies. Yeah, just stay off. Uh, it, it can be staged. Yeah, no. It, too many movies, Murder Mike. Just stick to the story. Hey, Mexico. Mexico <laughs> gang rams a vehicle into a prison yesterday. Uh, nine That's guys right. escaped. Awesome. Yeah. One of the most dramatic yeah. breakouts the country has seen in recent years. That was in our uh, news briefing this morning uh, in the Daily, well, Daily Blast. Yeah. All right, there you go. Now I'm wrong. <laughs> that is the bad guy. Standing yeah. up for murder, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and we've, we've actually had a helicopter land at uh, the state prison in an attempt to break somebody loose, too. So yep. Yep. Uh, I, I forgot when that happened. That was several years ago. I think it was before the riots, but that, that, that actually did happen. So. And drone, yeah. drone escapes are coming. We know drone escapes are coming. When, when new, new, new Mexico. It's just the same as old Mexico. <laughs> yeah. What works in New Mexico will not work anywhere else. 
what works anywhere else will not work in New Mexico. That's a tried and proven point. Lou Wallace. There were no uh, serious injuries reported in this accident, so they were all uh, transported, continued to be transported to MDC, where they uh, await whatever circumstances are surrounding them. Also last night, there was an armed robbery to an individual uh, reported at Stanford and Central. The suspect held up two individuals at gunpoint. They only took their cell phones and then uh, left in an unknown, unknown direction of travel. UNM police is investigating. There's only that, two ways that. to go. There's west and east, and then on the campus. So, wow. Well, holding up people for particular. cell phones now. Like, yeah, they didn't take their money. They didn't take any of their jewelry. They just took their cell phones. Right they there, run right north. there next to Witch Witch and the uh, the the wine bar that's there, and uh, <laughs> what's the name of that subway shop? Uh, and then, well, okay, there we go. Uh, they could have ran that to a Pope Joy Hall. Uh, and then gone through the campus and just tried to lose everybody. If so, they were vaccinated. Uh, if, if anybody was actually chasing them. If, actually had a phone, if anybody had a phone to call right. the police at this point. Yeah, yeah well, they asked. <laughs> really, we would have called the police sooner, but we didn't have a way to do it. <laughs> oh, well, switching to stats from last night, Eddie. AFR responded to four dumpster fires and three homeless encampment fires last night. There were three suicide attempts using narcotics requiring EMS intervention. Two were on fentanyl and one was using meth. There were four aggravated assaults reported. There were four assaults reported. Three were aggravated with use of weapons and one simple assault. Four domestic violence calls, three disturbance calls, and two stolen cars reported. APD also responded to seven suspicious situations or person calls and two drug overdoses, one of meth and one of fentanyl. Additionally, there were two residential burglaries, one auto burglary, one commercial burglary reported, and one side call. So that's kind of a look. It was a busy night, but this morning was even busy. There was a lot more that happened. I just didn't get a chance to get it all in this afternoon's report, but uh, there was a lot more that was going on last night. We just didn't get it all reported. So, But that's right. a look at what happened here, gentlemen. Uh, be safe out there. Have a nice evening, and we will talk to you tomorrow. We'll try to have a nice evening. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so optimistic. Uh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor murder, Mike. Back to uh, wrap second hour here when we return on AM 1600 FM. We'll put on Frankie here on the Rock of Talk. Did you hear about it? That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top, on top in June I said that's life Funny as it may seem Some people get their kicks Stepping on dreams but I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this old world, it keeps going around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out. And I know one thing. Each time I find myself flat on my 
Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live, on demand, get the top ten news of the day, or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solotone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild, tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. All right, as we put things together, we see that the weather's going to be pretty nice overnight. In fact, for the next several days. I know that right now it's 57 degrees outside, and tomorrow we should get back up into the 60s. 
All right, as far as traffic, it's still very slow, and it seems to have gotten worse on Rio Bravo. Westbound now, basically off of I-25, you're about 15 miles an hour crossing the road, road tracks all the way over to Isleta. North 25, not much better as you make any way. We had accidents at Avenida Cesar Chavez and at Lead that have both cleared, but traffic still stumbles up right there at Gibson, and it's not going to recover till you get beyond Lead. As far as the drive on to Cerro del Norte, it's lightening up, though. You still see plenty of traffic. You're starting to get more speed westbound between I-25 and Coors Boulevard, and they have cleared the accidents off of uh, Coors Boulevard just off of Paseo. All right, we are at Salon Deluxe. They will have these gift cards all weekend long. They really do make great Christmas presents, very unique as well. And they've got these great products from Monate, Modern Nature Hair and Skin Products. If you'd like to take advantage of the sale, come on by this weekend, Salon Deluxe, in Country Club Plaza on Southern, about a mile west of the 528th. And with that, we're up to date. Now, we dive back into the Rock and Talk. tuxedos and suits singing that just makes the music uh instantly better i don't know that's the the way i feel about it uh, anyway what do you think uh there kevin petresnik you work with a lot of different restaurants and bars here in the area they haven't had live entertainment maybe doubt and i and uh maybe our new producer here should uh, take up and start uh, performing at uh, local area bars to uh, do literal various warm-ups do you think I, they'll hold us our, our conservatism against us uh they might actually but <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well hey there you, we go hey do you want the truth i want you you right. can't handle the truth yeah. <laughs> actually i was out at a restaurant last week and they they had live entertainment again really yeah hmm. at, well what they have uh with just a couple of guitar players at a local can i say the name of the restaurant i was at yeah i was at el patron north el patron yeah they had a couple of live entertainment guitar players singing okay. uh, not wearing masks indoors i don't know oh, wow. i don't know if that how do you i don't know how that that uh I get. Is there is there an exception for entertainers? Uh, no, I I'm not the governor. <laughs> okay, I'm not to entertain in the inside the governor's mansion. That's the only. Yeah, yeah she, she she. But avoid those rugs where the dogs tend to come. She loves you maskless and uh, you know playing with uh, water bottles. But I love during the break. Uh, Dad and I were talking about um, was it National Bartender Appreciation Day tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. I'm I'm getting ahead. But and and on on uh, Sunday is uh, the 
the uh, pro uh, repeal of prohibition. Oh, yeah, yeah December fifth. Repeal day. So it's or, our it's our constitutional right to drink. Ah, there we go. Then December fifth, thirty three. Right, it was thirty three, I believe. Yep. Nineteen thirty three. It was the twenty first amendment that repealed the eighteenth amendment. Wow. And then I mentioned the amendment that I want repealed, but we can't no. say it on the air. <laughs> but it is the only amendment that repeals another amendment, right? Yeah. So all for so, all for liquor. So you just get out there and celebrate your constitutional right to imbibe. It's in the uh, Constitution. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I can't read links. Uh, let's see. Eddie, we got a Lombes from Nambe. <laughs> Germany locks down the unvaccinated people as leaders plan to make shots compulsory. Yep. Yep. That's what's going on. Let's uh, see. The uh, killer song should be dazed and confused by. Oh, Tim Keller's song should be dazed and confused. Dun, 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 dun. Can you just, you know, remember? Hey, do you do that? Or you just see the name of the song and the band and the whole song just plays mm-hmm. in your head? Do you have that? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, Eddie, I, you know, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I read, I read uh, the every morning what Dowd puts out, the Rocket Talk. Email blast. You did until this morning. <laughs> I'm hoping we're, we're going to take care of that. I'm hoping. I, I'm hoping I can get her a, a pass again. <laughs> well worth uh, less than twenty cents a day. I would. I, I'm sure oh, you yes. would agree. Oh, I would wow, agree. Wow. And, then, and then every time I read his section where he put he talks about the the the, the musical section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a song gets stuck in my head. Oh, good. And I just like you. end up singing that song in my head for the next hour. Okay. Good. So. You got a high intelligence there. It just uh, runs right back. Is that what head. it is? It is actually. I need yeah. a soundtrack in it's my brain. Various, uh, you have it. This is the soundtrack of my life. <laughs> Eddie, just an FYI, people can go to the frontline MDs.com. They can have a one telehealth appointment with one of the Dr. Stella Emanuel's docs. Once you pay online, they'll prescribe hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. It'll be mailed to you directly. They use docs and pharmacies all across the country. Dr. Stella says everyone should have these meds in their medicine cabinet. She and her staff take hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic. Hmm. There we go. Swiss policy research. Uh, are face masks effective? The evidence? Decidedly no. It is decidedly no, decidedly so. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. If it's on all caps, should I read stuff in all caps with cuss words? <laughs> uh, top of your lungs. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump's texting me. My father just called and asked you about Arena. What? People take my phone number for everything. So I stopped using my phone number. I noticed that when I went to Smith's and I kept using How am I going to get in touch with you? <laughs> well, my 550-5500 for my rewards card. Okay. Yeah, like literally they my number gets used so much and people will take my awards. They're like, oh, I don't know, but I know Eddie's phone number. And so they go take my yeah, rewards. Yeah. So I can't get any rewards anywhere because mm-hmm. people are using my phone number. Okay. People subscribe me to stuff and all sorts of things. But it's literally impossible to penetrate my phone. You know what they should do is in support you. They should go to the store and use your phone number to earn your rewards. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because I'm the, <laughs> the homeless guy, right? <laughs> but they should help you. I need help. That's the way they can support you. It doesn't cost Ch- them anything. Chicle, chicle. My husband and I just spent 10 days in Florida. We are vaxxed. No plans to boost her. Our daughter went to New York for four days. She's triple vaxxed. She came back and within 24 hours has COVID. Oh. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I, just, I love those stories. I'm sorry. I don't want anyone to see. Please watch the, have doubt, watch the graphene razor blades found in the COVID bioweapon. Oh. Dr. Andreas Novak on Beat Shoot. Soundtrack right. of my life, uh, LMAO. That record is scratched. <laughs> <laughs> the Omicron variant reportedly has mild symptoms like soreness and exhaustion. Same thing you'd feel after a hard day's work. 
No wonder liberals are terrified <laughs> of it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, hey, about a month ago, Dr. Ramos. Okay, I got that. Uh, have you either of you heard of Del Bigtree? Uh, have you heard of Del Shannon? Uh, anti-vaxxer. A lot of really good stuff. Del Bigtree. I don't know what that is. Mr. Bigtree. Trina Texan, did you know military persons who don't get the shot will be dishonorably charged and cannot own a firearm? I don't know that. Is that true? Uh, I would believe that before I believe it's not true. Dr. Fauci and WHO scaremongering on the Omicron variant by the Canadian Free Press. Uh, Eddie, seriously, you have to come to a point where some of the callers that blow up on you, where you must block them from calling anymore. I'm sick of them. That cat that lectured you about the Wuhan flu stuff and then Dr. Artis has serious anger control problems. Angry, psychologically challenged people like that end up on the front page of the paper or in the news if you follow me. <laughs> hey, if you follow me. Uh, cut them off like any good talk show host would do. Ooh, we don't want to hear it, Chuck. Like any good talk show host. How about that? Huh? Is that an underhanded compliment? I, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'll keep it clean for you, Chuck. I, I did. I thought I, did I do a good job at dumping. I thought I did. Uh, let's see, Eddie. I've been, uh, okay. Yes, they are picking up and moving from blue states to red states. I agree, but sadly, when in there, the new red states they move to, they vote blue. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And um, we're actually seeing that it's just not working because you can't soak up enough resources to make the switch to a red state is what's happening right now. It's literally impossible. Eddie, I would want you on a jury deciding the fate of common sense. Wow. That's, that's, that's the compliment of the century there from Wayne. Uh, Eddie, so glad you had the guts to say they want to kill you. They do. There's no doubt about it. Uh, medical doctors are not scientists. Okay, they're not scientists, but they did study science. Is that? Yeah, I mean, so, I, I can so see the the point that's being made in the sense that that, that like my brother-in-law, who's an MD, said that you're, you're you basically get a degree in organic chemistry when you get a medical degree. That's what medicine is. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I guess they're not experimental scientists working in the lab, you know, developing drugs and devices and that sort of stuff. I mean, they're sort of tradesmen dealing with human beings all day. Um, I, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say they aren't scientists. I mean. They're not research scientists developing treatments and drugs. I would, I would certainly agree with that. Hmm. There it is. Hey, the average Joe here. The Presbyterian thing is now corporate policy. Also, it uh, tells me they don't believe that cloth masks actually work. <laughs> Hi, Eddie. All we hear about is this great increase in COVID cases in New Mexico. I currently don't know anyone with it. Who's getting it now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2,000, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Nearly 2,000 in, in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we have like twice as many as Florida that has 10 times as many people as the entire state of New Mexico? Hospitals, have you changed the mask because they want you to have a new, quote unquote, clean mask? Get it? Get it? Uh, let's see. Wow. Uh, thumbs up. Hands flash. Hands up. Uh, cross. Wow. $5.55 for gas. Uh, we appreciate you and your radio show station and your show from a listener and an EA voter. There it is. That's from the big R. Thank you for all you do, Eddie. My life wouldn't be the same without you. It was wow. like, uh, oh, Kelly Clarkson, my life would suck without you. Right? Remember that? Kelly Clarkson had her little uh, Christmas extravaganza um, that uh, happened to be why I, I was, you know, talking to my parents and and I, they were watching this uh, Christmas extravaganza with Kelly Clarkson. I'm like, oh wow. Was Justin there? Remember Justin? I don't know. I don't know anything about her. No, he's the, he he was the runner-up to Kelly in the first American Idol. And, and really? Kelly went here, and Justin went. How long ago was that? Like twenty years oh, ago? So. It was a long time ago. Has that show been? Is that still show still going on? Uh, let's see. Once I hear that theme song, I can't get it out of my head. It's so bad. Yeah, Justin Guarini. 
uh, American. I think he's Little Sweet from from the uh, the commercial. Uh, really? See. He won the first season of American Idol. Uh, 2002. We're coming up on 20 years. Holy cow! It premiered well, on June 11th, 2002. The American uh, Idol. Okay, there you go. So next year. So June of next year, 20 yep. years for American Idol. Uh, I believe I've watched it a few times. If you have not heard of Big Tree, Eddie, you are by definition not a good talk show host. That's all you need just to hear of uh, Mr. Big Tree. You're a good talk show host. Uh, I don't have all day. Let's soundtrack of my live. I don't have all day to read all this stuff. Natalie, Taj Palace has live belly dancers twice a month. Natalie's performing over at uh, at the Taj Mahal. Hey. Hey, oh, oh, hey. Belly dancing. Oh, wow, this is long. Fauci, fake news media, social media, and the swamp should be jail and crimes against humanity. He carried out mass hysteria, fear-mongering, and showcased a non-emergency virus as an emergency. According to the CDC, most of us have a 99% recovery rate. Sadly, life-saving, inexpensive treatments were falsely debunked and withheld from patients who needed them. This is well-written. Rather than treat patients, it appears that the new healthcare solution is to force people into getting expensive, harmful vaccines. Patients are being abandoned by the healthcare environment that they've trusted. They are left to suffer while other vital procedures are placed on hold. Initially, people were scared into getting the shot, then bribed with prizes or lottery. Oh, yeah, remember that? hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Got the shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that was a, not everybody got paid, and if they didn't get paid or they couldn't pay them, what happened? When that didn't work, we the people are currently being threatened by the government puppeteering businesses into punishing employees that they will lose their jobs or retiring, lose their retirement. Doctors and hospitals who didn't act in the best interest of their patients are even more responsible for lives lost. If they were truly following the science, they would have stood up to this medical tyranny. Unfortunately, most opted to carry out the nonsensical leftist agenda, which is proving harmful every day. I just want to say something in response to just what's happening. What We are ground zero in the state of New Mexico. I don't know that there's a worse place across the country or there's a bigger beacon of light of battling against this tyranny. I think, you know, given the uh, impeach MLG petitions and you guys continue to send those in, uh, given what we've done in pushing back against the, the data and the science at orangenm.us, orangenm.com, excuse me, just the things that we've been doing, the writing that Dowd's been doing to expose them on the other side. I, I mean, Kevin, I mean, as a, a disinterested loyal listener, uh, <laughs> <coughs> sorry, <laughs> unbiased, uh, no, honestly, just in all fairness, do you see anything like what you see? Here? Like, If you just kept on our radio show and kept focused on here, uh, I think you'd have what you need to go ahead and, you know, get through through everything that you need and, and feel like you're fighting back. Uh, would you agree? I would. Absolutely. I mean, you, you put out a lot of information. Um, I mean, you certainly have your opinions and, and doubt has his and you guys express them and that's okay. And that's good. And, but, but what you're also putting out is a lot of facts for people to form their own opinions and use to decide what they believe in and how they should act. So it's okay. You know, you're not telling everybody to follow you. You're telling everybody what you believe and what you think. And, yeah. and so and that's okay. All right. And really the best way to get that information is to uh, subscribe at uh, oh, well. www.rockoftalk.chat for less than 20 cents. Deal. As long as you're not shilling it. As long as you're. <laughs> All right. We've got a bunch. Is that less than 20 cents well, a day? Well, you know, I will say this on our behalf um, to boost ourselves even more. It, you don't. We we provide citations. We do show notes at part, you know, part of your subscription. But, you know, I do uh, citations for every original piece I do. We do show notes. And, of course, uh, the, the the daily Daily Blast every morning is links to all sorts of information too. You usually don't get that to a guy doing his own TV show who's just talking at you. You don't have those That's resources. True. So That's there's a whole other level. So if you want to use those links to expose us and challenge us, 
you can do that too. So that's, I think that's the value. We're more than just a radio program. Can There's I a ask, lot more else going on. Can I ask what the subscriber count is up to? Where are we at? Uh, it was 6,400. Something oh. like that. That was on wow. there. But now yeah. with, with Dowd's uh, cleaning house, right. I think he's down at like 50. Was it 52, 53? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, it's interesting because some people sign up for just the free stuff. But yeah. now, since we closed the paywall, we're closing the wall well in November, and now it's spilling over a little bit into December. But um, our first year was kind of like a beta system, and we were feeling sure, things out, sure. looking at the analytics, and figuring out the schedule. Uh, you know what time of day things need to go. It's great to to see those analytics and see what people are interested. I never would in a million years would have guessed the other day that the most clicked item was a review of. Uh, the HBO show Succession, which I, loved. <laughs> I that was in Dow's daily uh, Dow's extra clicks, you know, just things that are interesting to me. I got an email the other day from a friend of ours, Eddie, who said I'm I'm really liking the um, climate hysteria, hysteria stuff that I'm putting in Dow's extra clicks. So it's that's kind of taken on a, on a life of its own. So it's it's great. It's not, but it's not creepy. We don't. I don't know what you as an individual subscriber are doing with all this information. Uh, the only thing I know about you is your email address right. and what your level of activity is. So if it's zero stars, you never clicked on anything we ever sent you, five stars, everything we send you, you're into. Um, we just know what links are clicked on on the website and the email. So what's the most popular? Um, and it's just inter- it's fat. Every, every morning, I, it's one of the most interesting things I do every morning is look at what was the big hit in today's Daily Blast, what really interests people the most. I want to tell you what my favorite my favorite part is besides the musical section I love that but I like reading through scanning through the articles at the bottom all the 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 news oh the news briefings yes the news briefings yes. that's my favorite part but I'm not clicking on anything sure so you're not seeing that I'm clicking but I am reading through those news briefings uh, and those news briefings are difficult uh, I'll, I'll try to put this delicately um, it's a wire service that that this media outlet subscribes to so we can distribute that content it is a wire service as part of the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the point now when I select those stories, I can't select stories that talk about Donald Trump. I can't select stories that talk about COVID because it's just nonstop insurrection. You know, uh, all, all medical professionals agree that everyone should be vaccinated. You know, so you'll notice if now that I'm telling you that you'll notice that the news briefings now are international news right. uh, that doesn't relate to politics. Um, sort of kind of crime oriented stuff that's more straightforward what happened in the in the Jesse the Ducey Smollett trial today what happened in the Elizabeth Holmes trial today where they can't really skew it because it's people giving testimony and that kind of stuff and then the the, the state and local stuff I have to filter out almost all of that because that is so outrageously biased it's unbelievable so it, it's tough that that when I'm putting together the daily blast Editing that mainstream media content takes more time than any other part of the Daily Blast. That's my favorite part because I like I like the fact that it's not political. Yeah. Okay. I actually enjoy the fact that it is apolitical. That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you, sir. Good stuff. There we go. Let's get to. Uh, no, I'd love to. It's my two cents. Well, <laughs> it's none of your sons because you aren't subscribing. <laughs> Certain people have special status. Uh, I feel special. My sainted mother has special let's status. Let's get to some uh, a number of uh, news articles. You're welcome to uh, call in. Uh, be nice uh, when you do. I read all your texts. I read all but one text. I couldn't read the last one. It's just, it's beyond. It's beyond anything and everything. Uh, it really is that bad. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week. Santa Fe's El Mason restaurant closes permanently. Um, I know you uh, like to get out and, uh, you know, you're a bit of a foodie there, Kevin, but uh, El Mason owners, David and Kelly Huertas, did not respond to requests for their comment their last day after 25 years, and the Cocina de España closed its doors indefinitely. Uh, At least 53 Santa Fe businesses and 17 restaurants have closed since the beginning of March of 2020. 
What are you seeing out there, Kevin? What I happened know in March twenty twenty? Yeah. What What are you seeing what out changed? there? Yeah. What What are you What are you seeing from? Uh, are they? I know that we're drinking a hell of a lot more, but we're eating yeah. out a hell of a lot less. So. Well, I mean, we're seeing the on-premise trends growing, and we're seeing we're getting back to we're close to we're probably somewhere in the eighty percent of where we were in two thousand nineteen level. Wow. Yeah. So it's climbing back. It's clawing back, and you know, we're, right now. Right as we sit today, we're in the, we were in the middle of lockdown number two, where all the restaurants right. were shut down again. So for us, it's a rebound again, right? Because we're going up against almost zero. It was only takeout, and they couldn't take out alcohol. Right. So for us, <laughs> but no, the, the this is all changed. positive business. Yeah, but the law changed, though. Yeah, now, but, yeah it did, but, but, no, but slightly. Okay. Nobody really took advantage of it. Of that. Well, that's oh. a weird thing to order in alcohol, isn't it? I mean, you're you're really sort of in, inducing a, you know, people who are going to drink themselves to death. Just keep me bringing one of these handles every 24 hours. We don't even have to leave the house. We haven't seen a big uptick in delivery of yeah, wine. Okay. There okay. hasn't been really because yeah. there's so many restrictions on it with with what you have to do and you have to uh, check okay. and and the third party and the and you can't you you have to have your own person deliver. You can't use a, a third party delivery service for alcohol. So it's it's a bit tricky. We really have it, delivery here in e-commerce and, and even the restaurant side of things hasn't really taken off yet. Um, there's a lot of navigating. What has interesting, though, what has taken off is there is they spun off a whole bunch of new types of alcohol licenses in July. Mm-hmm. And those it's killing the breweries, though, right? Well, they've, they, were, they can add spirits now. New Mexico okay. spirits can be sold at the breweries. So there's reciprocal. How much more do they pay for those? Very, very little. So there's no more $250,000 liquor licenses that are being rented? And- oh, yeah. Well, actually, they, cl- they created a new class of license where uh, you can pay $10,000 a year for a full license. That's a brand new type of license. Because we weren't drinking enough? or Well, they, they, they were – there was a lot of um, – they want to expand and, and offer more, more restaurants, more opportunities to open. And there was a, – the number of liquor licenses was capped. So, I mean, is this helpful? Yeah. I mean, it, it opens up more opportunity for a restaurateur to want to open a restaurant and mm-hmm. not have to come up with a quarter million dollars for a yeah. license. Yeah. Or only a few people that had them. I think that's yeah. one of the things. Yeah. There were some license hoarding going oh, on. Oh, for such a long time. It was like the same guy had like most of the licenses in town. And then they were leasing them. Yeah. Too. So you, it, they were, I've heard, I've heard lease amounts. I mean, this was a few years ago, but upwards 20, of yeah, twenty grand, uh, a four, four to five thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Ooh. So now you can apply for ten thousand dollars a year and get a new license. Now, but the problem is, what does it do? It devalues the license of original license holders. Right. Right. So that you have to find that balance. But they're giving. I think they're giving some tax breaks to mm-hmm. the the original license holders. They can amortize them and do some. There's some. There's some tax advantages to having the existing license now. Oh. So they're trying to even the playing field on it. Um, I think just in the end, we we have to get things back to where they were open and up and running. <laughs> yeah. You know. Now, getting, what about the labor situation? That for bars is and that is still awful. Yeah. That so is no, still nobody. They're not incentivized to go wait on tables, and I noticed that uh, most of the help and in, in uh, wait staff that that's there, you know, people are trying to tip them, but they don't have to necessarily work harder to get tips. Um, sure, you've experienced that as well, and the uh, level of service is nowhere what it was uh, prior to uh, the COVID-19. Would you agree? Yeah. The level of service is, is not where it was at all. Um, I, you know, I have sympathy for it. So when I go out, sure. I, you're I'm, in the business. Yeah. I try to be a little more sympathetic to what's going on. 
and to cut them a break. And if it takes an extra 20 minutes to get the food, I understand why. And I don't blame the server if the food's not right, right? The server didn't cook the food. So you, I, I, I that's, that's one of my things I, I, I teach all the time to my Whoa. kids. I'm like, don't blame the server if the food's not right. They didn't cook it. Mm-hmm. It almost defeats the purpose to a certain degree, though, of, of going out, though, if there's that much of, uh, you know, I don't know, blockade uh, to good quality because the whole purpose of going out to a restaurant is to, I mean, you consistently, you know, endorse and promote, you know, restaurants like Savoy and other places. I mean, those have to kind of stay at a certain level because they serve a clientele that's willing to pay more. Uh, Is that, would that be correct, Kevin? Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, it's just, I I just wish we had a a workforce base here Mm -hmm. that was, that was ready to jump back in. You know, I think um, we have so much potential, so much upside. I just want to see, I just want to see the restaurant business thrive again. I do too. Yeah. And, and it's, it's sad to see. I want to. Elma Stone was a, a place. I mean, oftentimes I, I would just stop there. in. Oh yeah. They have live a guitar, uh, flamenco music. Well, I mean, it was true Spanish, the real, the real paella that only you could uh, get here in the state. Uh, you remember we had another paella place that was uh, up and down central. I can't remember the name of it, but that closed down years ago. There isn't any place to get paella um, uh, that that I remember. So I think if you're looking for paella, uh, volunteer where you can get it because I don't think you can here in the city at this point, uh, which is strange because, you know, Spanish had a huge uh, uh, influence uh, here. Uh, let's see, Edgewood residents, uh, do they finally get their Walmart back up and running after the fire oh, right, and then right, everything right. else that's, that's I don't know. going on? I heard it tore through the liquor department. So. Oh, oh. Of, of course it did. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly where it needs to tear through. I'm not sure why. But that's uh, that's kind of what that's kind of kind of what I heard happened. Uh, how, how badly is the homeless problem impacting uh, restaurants and and other areas? In in your opinion, just either anecdotal or working with because you do all your all your work is B two B. What do you what do you think? Uh, just quick, folks, uh, okay. guys. Uh, after being open for just two days following a devastating fire in November, the Edgewood Walmart has closed again. Mm. The state fire marshal says it's not safe. There's like a, not another place to shop within 15 miles. All these people actually have to go all the way from Edgewood to go to the Smiths, and they'll probably just skip right over the Smiths and go to Costco or something like that. This is a yeah, okay. So anyway, yeah. uh, the homeless problem as it relates to um, you know going out to uh, eat and other restaurants and bars. I don't know. I haven't seen much of that impacting restaurants and bars. I don't know. I, I, I haven't noticed a, a lot of homeless people hanging around restaurants and bars too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always, to me, it's always the same areas. It's always the gas stations and the, and the, the, the busy street corners. Um, and of course, you know, the, the parks. Is it funny how, how angry and how upset Kevin people have gotten <laughs> after the election and how focused hyper focused they are on homelessness. I mean, you have liberals, crazy loony ass liberals who are just going crazy. Pete's place. The actions of the shelters. Clients are driving off customers. This is a flaming liberal. Here we are. Julia Albright, the general manager of Z pet hotel and spa in Santa Fe. The gloves are off. She says, I'm done being professional. I'm done watching what I say because nothing is happening. But isn't these the very same policies that uh, people have been voting for to enable caring for the least amongst us. We've grown our homeless population in the city of Albuquerque. And by the way, that was Santa Fe right. uh, by, you know, 250%. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that um, it, it was a problem that they didn't want to address while the election was going on. 
And once the election is over, now they can talk about it freely and how they're against it. Oh, we just don't right? want the we just don't want the Republican. Uh, that, that's right. <laughs> what about uh, we, there's this article from KRQE squatting big uh, fires being uh, created. I think Murder Mike, when he was it's talking about whatever different. was being uh, down the street, I still didn't. Do you know what burned down the street? I, I don't even know. I didn't even I'll say how wordy, wordy, worried I was about it. Doubt. I didn't even bother to even think about it again. It's like, oh, just another building there. I think it's that one over there. Like, it's, you think it was the squatters that started the? I guess it was the squatters that started the fire inside the building to keep well, warm. If you recall, that's our, usually what happens. Yeah, if you recall our broadcast from the other day, since you can't get businesses to start in, I'm not being cynical, but I'm being mm-hmm. logical yeah. in all of this. These businesses, or excuse me, landlords who can't find tenants for their building and uh, find a commercial broker to represent a building that's probably uh, less than uh, par uh, for the course as far as commercial offerings are going. It's probably like, well, I'll let them go squat, you know, go rub two sticks together and they'll just start a fire in the, in the building. And we're seeing that happening at an increasing rate. I mean, dumpster fires, four of them last night. Yeah. Uh, Murder Mark said four dumpster fires and three homeless encampment fires for a total of seven. There it is. That doesn't pose any risk to the well, public. Well, they got to sure. stay warm. They got to stay warm. It's only going to get worse I'm, as it gets colder. I'm starting to see um, tents pop up in places I'd never seen them before yeah. in the city. It's just uh, it's along Second Street. Um, on you know what the a cool uh, not, not a cool but a different place that I'm seeing them is on ramps to the freeway. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, right. right. That is true. Yeah, because that's like a place where nobody will stop mm-hmm. and they won't. You won't see it going by. It's an interesting. They're they're getting creative with where they're doing encampments. So creative and, and so beautiful. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't you know, say, I wasn't the red, blue, and creative. just creative. <laughs> Have you seen the musicians on the off-ramps lately? They've, they've yeah. been doing the, with the speakers and the, and the violin and everything. Really? I saw, oh, yeah. I saw oh, one man. guy, I saw a guy with a speaker. Really? I mean, and a gu- keep around here. I saw wow. a guy with a speaker, guitar, oh, okay. on the corner of Paseo in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And I, I went and did something and had to take care of some business. And then I drove by and it was like an hour later, maybe two hours later, and he's still there playing and no power out, no power source. Oh. I'm like, how is this guy still going on what? battery? Battery, yeah. Was he playing this song? I think he was playing this song there. I'm almost like positive he was. You know, is it right? What? Is it the same corner that I'm thinking of? Uh, the same. Yeah, he was sitting there. <laughs> was he playing that song? <laughs> Start the show. Start the show. <laughs> Is that the song you're, you were hearing? I, I don't recall if that was the song. Not the show. <laughs> oh, we, we could have had so many more seasons, but we, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, to uh, not PC, it was like, you know. Uh, Chappelle is just... Uh, anyway, uh, Tiny Homes uh, will host a tiny gathering. <laughs> I love that headline. It's so good. <laughs> Instead of the Albuquerque Journal, more of the salesmanship. You know, literally, Albuquerque itself just wants to live in filth. They don't want good politicians they want bad policies. They want things to go wrong. Uh, $5 million, uh, $950 a square foot, 120 square foot homes. According to Berlioz County spokesman Tom Thorpe, two occupants of tiny homes had a relapse, became disruptive, were forced to leave. A third occupant died from pre-existing health issues. We've been looking at requirements to live there, and there's been a possibility that may be too stringent. So we're reassessing and reworking those. Some of the people who didn't fit the requirements for one reason or another and who went were passed over might now be suitable residents due to their like their their changing their changing requirements. Mm. Required to be in recovery, not to have any extreme behavioral or mental health issues, not to be registered sex offenders, or have been found guilty of any sex crimes. But what about drug use? How about that? Was it me? I mean, the bar seemed pretty low. 
<laughs> I, yeah. Right. I mean, it didn't seem like a very high bar mm-hmm. to come to go over. To I, I was that thing uh, up. I was at an event a couple of years ago. Uh, someone from Joy Junction was giving a talk about all the wonderful things Joy Junction Junction is. I'm sure there's a lot of good people involved in that organization, and he just went on and on about all the things they do. And I just didn't want to ruin the moment and with by saying, well, but it seems like the more we donate, the more programs we create, the more homeless people we have. So how are you really helping people? He talked, he mentioned offhand something about some kind of intensive program they have where you do have to put the bottle down and you do have to have some sort of job training. And, and I asked him, instead of being nasty, I just said, I'd like to know more about that program, the more demanding side of things, not just all the freebies. And I, I forget what the statistic was. I just said, you know, what's the recidivism rate? I mean, how many people enter that program and just just can't make it work? And it was it was like ninety percent. People just it's just very few people are are able or and or willing, whatever that combination is, to really make that commitment to living a, a clean life and getting a job. And it's it's tough. I mean, I, I you know, there's nothing wrong with compassion. Compassion is a good value, but I mean, good virtue. And the world would be a much worse place without compassion. But at some some point. I was going to say in front of all these people, I didn't. I was going to say, at what point does compassion become coddling? And we're not really helping people anymore. We're enabling people. And this guy was so excited about his life work that I wasn't going to destroy his evening. But Well, uh, you know what? I'll answer your question. You know, the point where compassion uh, becomes coddling, at the point you distribute any sort of compassion, um, it's you just don't start it. It's a problem that needs to be solved. Uh, it's a community problem, and you deal with it. Why are you here? What do we need to do to get you out of here? Uh, how did you get to this place? It's it's just all X's and O's, you know, just total logic. And we need to stop being so compassionate because we really, if if it's mental, here's how we address it. If it's substance abuse, here here's how we address it. We realize that it, you are in the situation. We know you don't want to be there. We're going to take care of it. Like you 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 don't, you don't need to be compassionate. You just need to fix it. Right. And that doesn't require anything other than just making sure that that person is directed towards those resources, how we can get them and how they are going to have a a pathway forward, because they ultimately will have to make their own decisions to do it. But there's a predatory group, as I stated before, when I was running for mayor, is they will just take advantage and exploit these people, either through rape, assault or anything else that that's happening out there on the street. Um, I, I think we have to care about the actual problem itself not necessarily each individual problem when we humanize it too much i think we enable and coddle Mm, that's the mm -hmm, problem mm -hmm. you know because you're trying to enable them where that none of those homeless people if they had their wants to be homeless to help them fix it they don't know how the hell to get off the streets and i just think there's way way too much compassion dealt with like getting involved in the story it is an issue no doubt about it but address it like it's something that is going to get solved, not something how we're going to go ahead and, well, he's been on the streets for six months, a year. How the hell is he on the streets for six months, a year, two years? Get him the hell off the streets. You know, just solve the problem. So uh, less compassion, a little less, less compassion, a lot more action, you know. I mean, just, that was the original title. Uh, things, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, and then let's get to uh, some burglary uh, here during our third hour, 550 500, uh, although, let's see, Eddie, it's nonstop. Here we go. <sighs> Let me read a few of these. Uh, Sandra, let's see. I ran across a person I knew years ago. I asked her what I could do to help her. She said in no uncertain terms, she likes being homeless. How do we fix that? You can't. You literally have to track uh, traffic that person out of the state of New Mexico. It's that simple. And if she doesn't want to be, you make it a criminal uh, ordinance for them to sleep out onto the street because they're making a choice. If they don't want to go to a home, if they don't want to go to Joy Junction or any of these places, 
they're not doing what's in their own best mind, you know? And unless they are a threat to themselves or others, you can't commit them to anything. Somehow Tim Keller thinks that you can uh, forcibly commit people. Like, you cannot do this. You're not going to fill up that gateway center overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, no upward mobility. Next bumper sticker rotation. Consider the animals. It's my life. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Can, All I, right. can I use my favorite catchphrase yes, from yep. that, from the campaign? It's just words, Eddie. I don't know. That, yeah, just, it's just words. It's just words. It's just, just words. Things. You know, words. You can't just say something. You can't just say things out there. And solve you got to be a leader. Problem. You got to be a leader. <laughs> <sighs> my gosh. The, the sophistry is strong. The sophistry is strong in Timmy Keller. Nickels and dimes. The whole state's a dumpster, dumpster fire. <laughs> but we got plenty of material. Huh? This is a target. I was so thinking that when you said when we said dumpster fire, I was like, exactly. Yeah, well, look at all the material we have for days. I mean, we could do a ten-hour show. Not that we'd want to. Uh, Edgewood Walmart closed again due to building code issues. Thank you for sending that. Uh, Peter says Dell Bigtree is the ex-producer of the TV show The Doctors. He now has his own show called The Highwire, which mainly interviews with scientists and doctors pushing back against the COVID nerd. I don't have all day to sit around and watch it, so I apologize. Paul, half of your half-ass assessments of homeless are wrong. Okay. Well, our, why don't you... I, there's no need to argue, honestly. Uh, burglars cut power, break into popular Albuquerque restaurants. Yeah. You've yeah. seen other businesses as well decide that they're no longer taking cash. On Fam- Thanksgiving. Family dollar will not take a family dollar. <laughs> Only in New Mexico, right? That's kind of insane. So a New Mexican restaurant, I've never heard of this place, but they called it El Pop, uh, Popular. It's El Charitos. Uh, Valerie Pacheco, they came in through the front door. They pried open the front door. She says of her family, this is the second time in five years the restaurant has been targeted despite having cameras. They have no surveillance video because the crooks cut the power first. Alarms didn't go off. The security cameras didn't capture anything as they went there to open there on Central and 47th. I mean, this literally is a crime. This This business tomorrow should be made whole mm-hmm. thank you kevin for being here we appreciate Thanks, it yeah i'm much. sorry i gotta go oh I, that's I, right. I was having so much fun too but i used to love it when you know the kids down the street and 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 they'd run into the house and they'd be like my mom says i have to go i have to be home at 6 30 <laughs> 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 sorry i'm I, I, you know i love this stuff anyway um by the way this is also the last year for the tree that is going up in old town it's going on since like 1992. Had you heard about this? The first night that they have in Old Town has been doing it forever. Uh, Suddenly, the new Christian or what? what are... <laughs> uh, no, uh, the new owners say it's unsustainable. They don't want to keep up the tradition. Yeah, they cutting uh, one tree a year destroys the environment. Huh? I don't know if it's uh, what the deal is, to be quite honest, or uh-huh. how the whole thing works. But uh, okay. they're going to literally kill the tradition, yeah. and it's a uh, noisy waters winery. But somehow that the tradition because of the new people are going to uh, own it. I, I got to say like, this is like kind of an ugly story, you, you know, for you to take it upon yourself to make a unilateral, you know, drink uh, decision, how you are. Yeah. Gonna, right. You have a moral obligation to you continue that tradition. I mean, we're not, you're not talking about something that's one or two years old. I mean, it goes way back. I think so too. It's just kind of crazy. Hmm. So, Anyway, uh, Wednesday afternoon, last Wednesday, Albuquerque Police Department, or actually, yeah, just yesterday, they announced the Uptown Holiday Shopping Operation. <laughs> they have utilized the tactical plan to strategically place police officers throughout the city to prevent burglaries. I wonder how well that will go. Just for the holidays? Or just just for the holidays. <laughs> there it is. Just, just the holidays. And it is the holidays. They don't call it Christmas. Oh, no. Around here. 
Take care, Kevin. My mother says Merry Christmas to every customer at the orchard. She doesn't care. She will not say happy holidays. They're hor- <laughs> they're using horses. The horse mounted unit bringing oh. their undercover officers and re- relying on public's help. That's okay. their three three pronged approach. Why punish the horses? I mean, that's <laughs> deal with Albuquerque. Here's the uh, the, the, the more burglary, uh, more stuff happening. Uh, a couple of well-known businesses are refusing to take cash. Subway and Family Dollar on Montano Road and Taylor Ranch, hoping that by going cashless, they will keep the thieves away. Because <laughs> 911 won't do it. The Albuquerque Police Department won't do it. They're literally <sighs> just going cashless. Hoping. Like, we do not care. I think they've had those banners in front of stores forever. Yeah. You know, the clerk does not carry. Right, yeah, right, the, right. the safe is not accessible. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I mean, whatever. Remember in New York when they used to put the no radio sign in the car to, to hopefully deter people from smashing into your car back in the pre-Giuliani days? Well, what's the equivalent of putting an owl in front of your building <laughs> to prevent it from being pooped on by other yeah. birds, right? Uh, uh, what would be that for burglars? What could you put on the front uh, of a building? I don't know. Huh? People out reading books, maybe, and, you know. Turrets. Uh, uh, yeah. Forty employees, the robbers have been different each time. Management made them uh, some changes to try and curb the robberies, but the crooks just kept coming back. Huh. I wonder if the cro- crooks uh, communicate with each other. We don't know, but there's no communication. Uh, at Coronado, uh, you might running into, uh, this is newsworthy, a man yelling at Black Friday shoppers. Was he, was he yelling racial epithets about Black Friday <laughs> Racial slurs at shoppers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he was reportedly drunk and yelling at other shoppers just outside the mall. This isn't good. Why? Why would someone even write a write-up on this? This is like every day. Now Officers, wait a minute. If you if you're a certain a certain background, it's okay to yell racial slurs. It's not okay if you're white and you yell racial slurs. So do we figure out the Martinez is is white? Oh, Did you know that? Martinez, okay. Yeah. Hispanics are white now. Hispanic. Or like George Zimmerman, is he a white Hispanic? Yeah, Remember no, when George Zimmerman, Zimmerman was a white Hispanic? Yeah, he's definitely a white. Right? <laughs> He'll play any game. Every Hispanic is now white. Uh, he was seen drinking in the parking lot, yelling racial slurs at shoppers and pointing his finger in an officer's face. He was arrested for assault on a peace officer and drinking in public. There we go. And then uh, finally, the uh, big rap doubt on the Starbucks. Yes, not only do we have cashless... <laughs> Cashless subways and family dollars. We have Starbucks that are getting robbed. Mexico State Police on Monday identified Jacobo Alejandro Montoya of Bernalillo as the man shot by law enforcement in Torrance County after he went on a high-speed pursuit for about 50 miles. Turbocharged, no doubt, by his uh, orange mocha frappuccino. Mm. Uh, while Montoya survived the gunshot wound, is recovering in Albuquerque Hospital. A woman riding in the back. Black Kia. How fast can a Kia actually go? It's like a bread box. 30, 35. <laughs> was accused of firing an officer, was killed in the shooting. Lieutenant Mark Soriano, spokesman for the agency, said the woman's identity has not been released, and even now until this day, it involved the Santa Fe Police, Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office, Torrance County Sheriff's Office, and the State Police. Do we just have some bad vehicle pursuits or bad tactical? I mean, if you can't get, and if you can't trap a Kia, really, the woman in the Kia began firing shots at law enforcement. She vehicles. was firing. And officers from all three agencies returned fire. Montoya crashed the car into a tree about two miles south of Clients Corner. That's a long, that's a very, very long way. I'm going to just ask Google real quick. How fast can <laughs> a Kia go? There it is. And uh, fastest Kia. We've got a lemon bit. The Kia Stinger. Uh, let's see. Oh, 2.0 liter turbocharged four cylinder. Hmm? A four banger, right? <laughs> With a 260 pound feet of torque. 
a company with a transmission option has 365 horsepower. So yeah, that's a that's a pricey one though. That's the the uh, it, it looks sporty. The Stinger looks like a Sting Stingray. Let's see what else. This is according to JD Power and Associates. It's funny that they race rate the fastest vehicle. 51,000. I can guarantee somebody running from the police isn't driving a $51,000 Kia. Mm-hmm. And they're and and they wouldn't recognize that as a Kia. It's got to be the Kia Soul. Mm-hmm. You know, the Kia Soul goes 0 to 60 in 6.5 seconds. Hey, okay. Yeah. Huh? All right. uh, it's got all, it's very soulful. It's a good Robin car. <laughs> if you're going to go out Robin. Yeah, there it is. This is kind of a Mickey and Mallory story. I mean, he's driving. She's shooting at the cops. Uh, they return fire. Uh, I just I have Mickey and Mallory on the brain because I watched Natural Born Killers the other night. Oh, did you really? First time in 20 years. Yeah. It's so good. It's just... It is. Well, oh. especially the Robert Downey Jr. He's amazing as the Australian uh, Steve Dunleavy type guy. <laughs> All right, uh, Dow, to give us our top five, if you would, uh, from the Daily Blast. I will indeed. And uh, hardly surprising, number one, a story we discussed, I believe, in our first hour, the issue of New Mexico losing nurses. Um, People love their nurses. The polling data show that people love and respect their nurses. And if there's a nursing shortage, hardly surprises me that that's the most clicked item from our our daily daily email today. Uh, Number two, the Santa Fe city government. And I believe uh, we had the governor call for 7% raises for our unionized educrats. The city of Santa Fe wants to uh, boost employee hiring and uh, retention bonuses. So while New Mexico continues to have a greatly weakened private sector, uh, high unemployment rate, we have multiple uh, multiple entities and government saying they want to uh, raise benefits and pay for people in the protected class. Uh, number three, an interesting poll. Uh, Americans' trust in the military is now below 50%. Wow. Uh, Military, traditionally one of the most respected institutions, like, you know, I say, I follow these trends very well. And I'm, I asked it in the, in the, in the daily email questions, you know, what's going on? I mean, are you respectful of Pentagon leadership right now? I mean, of course, we had some unpleasantness in, in Afghanistan. I would say that it ended up well because Americans aren't dying in Afghanistan anymore. Is part of, is the wokeness that is penetrating the military top brass, not your rank and file? Is that an issue? Is the vax mandate uh, turning people's opinion of the military downward? I mean, what what's going on here? Uh, that's a pretty startling number to be less than 50 percent. Uh, our number four article was a uh, one of our solid citizens up in Rio Rancho. He robbed uh, committed three robberies over a three week period. But the good news, uh, he is uh, uh, off the streets for now. And number five, HBO lost 30 million dollars on a never to air Game of Thrones spinoff. Oh, so, so sorry for our Hollywood people. All right. We'll uh, freak you out on a Friday, 4 p.m. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Stay tuned. And I'm going to start running little educational pieces at the end of the show that uh, you guys love. Great. Yeah, I'm uh, lining that stuff up. Glad you enjoyed that. See you tomorrow for our Friday show.